Pickaxe. Episode 126 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you today in part by Geek Fuel. If you go to geekfuel.com slash D-A-N-D-R, not only will you get a fantastic box of geeky goodness delivered directly to your door every single month, but you get a $10 gift just as a thank you for signing up through our link. Every single month in your Geek Fuel box, you are guaranteed to get a t-shirt that is completely unique to Geek Fuel. You will not find it outside of that little box. We've seen you guys ask about it in the forums, and if you should get into Geek Fuel, I absolutely recommend it. Not only is what comes in the box awesome, and the t-shirts so far have been fantastic, but they're a really great bunch of people, and we have had nothing but pleasant experiences with them so far. So go to geekfuel.com slash D-A-N-D-R and give them a shot. Episode 126 is also brought to you today in part by Noble Knight Games. We have been talking about Noble Knight now for months on this show. You guys know that we love them. You know that we've been telling you that they have tons and tons of products, over 50,000. And when I say that, I am not exaggerating. We've been telling you about Magic the Gathering and all the rules books they have for all the editions of D&D. Not just D&D, but all the different kinds of RPGs out there in tabletop games. But they also have toys and movies, art books, PC software. Seriously, if you can't find it on their site... You aren't looking hard enough. We ended up giving out a bunch of prizes at Theriathon, and we've gotten some really awesome feedback from the people who won stuff. I sincerely want to thank you guys for checking them out. If you're getting ready for a game night, if you're getting ready to enhance the game night you already have, and you just need that little something to kind of push things over the edge, go to noblelight.com and check them out. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Jamie. Hi, I'm Jamie. I was previously on Group 2, but now I'm on Group 3. I play Cory Forest Keeper, the Goliath Seeker. And Mac. Hi, I'm Mac, and I play Kaluna Vulgaris, the Wild and Shaman. And Jasper. Hey, this is Jasper. Uh, I play Merrick Ethelred, Human Cleric. And Bree. Hi, I'm Brianna. I play Judzia Grace, the Human Warlock. And I'm right in your ear. And Izzy. Hi, I'm Izzy, and I play... Sorry. Hi, I'm Izzy, and I play Una, the Half-Elf Paladin. So, guys, uh, last time we sat down uh, for a session, there was a bunch of stuff that happened. Stuff with gods, stuff with demons, uh, some people left their groups, some people went with other groups, some, well, one person. I'm, I'm really bragging this up. But uh, we're going to pick things up just after everything with the witch. So group three is, if I'm not mistaken, getting their things together, and uh, they're getting ready to head back to the dragon, right? Getting ready to pack up and head for Amara. Oh, yeah. I believe so, yes. Yes, okay. Um, do me a favor, everyone, roll a perception check for me. Holy fuck, I actually did well. 23. Oh, man. 13. I got the reverse. <laughs> I got 32. Yeah, with a plus seven, seven. you do very well. Good lord, okay. Super distracted. <sighs> yeah, America got a crit one, so... Yeah. He's just staring at his He's boots. like, wait, so am I still a werewolf? <laughs> Seriously, he's he's probably freaking out inside his head. He's checking the, his arm hair to see if it's lengthened at all. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh my god, Val is doing shell. really well. <clears throat> he's like, wait, is Merrick still a werewolf? <laughs> <laughs> Just eyeballing him the whole time. Um, so, on your way through the swamp, uh, you're going to notice that... Uh, it takes a while for the sounds of the, the, the regular sounds of the swamp, wildlife, rustling, uh, anything other than the squishing of your boots in this, in this kind of muck. Uh, it's going to take a while for those sounds to fade back in, but you are going to hear them. And you're going to travel through the swamp for quite a while 
uh, before it dawns on uh, Jatia, Cori, Una, uh, yeah, Kaluna, and Valis, and Bree. Everyone but Merrick, actually. Let's, that would have been a quicker way to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone's going to notice, uh, except for Merrick, that you guys are having just a jaunt through the swamp. There's nothing, there's nothing bothering you. There is nothing, there's nothing attacking you. Uh, and it wouldn't take a, a very large leap of logic for you to piece together that uh, the witch is probably assisting you in some way. Hours are going to go by, and you are uh, you're going to get to Amara. So everyone's going to saddle up on Amara. Um, do me a favor, roll one more perception check before we get out of here. See, there's the Jadzia we all know and love. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> and Valis. What the fuck? That's what? two crits for Valis. What's happening? Nice. That's craziness. And Bree. That's Bree. Okay. That, that's... <laughs> Every time she has to roll a perception check, it's terrible. Let's see here. Valis, Kaluna, Una, Merrick, and Corey. Uh, as you guys are saddling up and get ready to fly off, <clears throat> you are going to see the boat that the other group had had parked off the side of uh, off the side of the swamp here. So. Um, and you're going to see them. You're going to see them changing directions and and getting underway in their journey. They got to, they got to their ship a little while before you guys got to the dragon. Now that you're on the dragon, though, you're going to be moving much faster than they are. Just freeze them into a spot like Shackleton. <laughs> Just to be dicks. So you're going to burn down the swamp and then freeze Group Two. That's the that's, yeah. Just, Just homies, fuck man. it. Just the asshole. New Group Three guys. New Group Three. New group three. We all we want to do is get the other groups to just die, uh, suffer. We don't care about Theria. So we're like group one now. Oh God! Burn. Don't ever say that again. Too far there. I made a joke about putting a dick in a blender. They got a better reception. Than that. <laughs> I imagine that Corey immediately just waves like, "Hi guys." Um, actually, I don't think she would take necessarily that approach. I think she'd probably hesitantly, um, get on the dragon and, and just sort of take one last look at the ship as, you know, they're both, we're separating ways, and it's sad. Yeah, just got fucking real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I think we all just get back on the dragon. Or, sorry, go ahead, Jasper. No, totally. Uh, That that was it. But the next question is, where, where are we going to head to? Are we going back to the house? Esterholt? I, I imagine Esterholt because yeah. that's where the library is. We're going to have to do some yeah. research now on gods and junk, which I don't think Darmok would have much information on, but the church might. Yeah. Una would be like, yeah, let's get Jadzu back to the house, settle them in, talk to Craig, you know, we've got business yeah. there. Okay. Just so Jadzu probably has to tell the dragon where to go, huh? You know the drill. Here we go, guys. Holy shit! Wow. Make sure you parallel Solid. park. Such a fucking court. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, home. That is a crit. Another crit on the table this evening. That makes me leery. <laughs> uh, so you guys are going to take off flawlessly. This is going to be a very smooth ride. Amar is going to know exactly where to go because Jadzia, in flawless draconic, is going to communicate exactly where to go, what to do, how to land, everything. 
You know what's weird is like that sometimes Jadzia will just forget an entire language for a while and really fuck it up, but then she'll know it amazingly well five seconds later. I'd like to think it's like maybe it's like a single word means something drastically different. Oh, I thought you meant yeah. dive bomb into the city, like I like that kind it's of like thing. Japanese. It's like oh, it can either mean scary or cute, depending on whether or not you stretch that a sound. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's that. This is you. You after a few hours, you are going to arrive. Uh, in Esterholt, uh, you're going to get the same reception that you always do uh, when when Amara's flying in Esterholt, which is kind of shock and terror a little bit. The, the, the city has just been you recently. Do it, fuckers. Yeah, really. Um, just ours on. is white. Start being racist, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Not stop. Start. They, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things like, holy shit, because, I mean, some of the people in the city are, are going to be new each time, right? There are travelers, there are merchants, there are all kinds of stuff, and it's it's a huge deal to see. No, no one tames dragons. That's not a thing. So also, it's they have had a lot of dragon attacks. Yes, lately. they really have. <laughs> like, Esther Holt's had a rough go. A PTSD kids. is just an excuse for being a pussy. Come on. <laughs> I thought the kid I'm kidding. So mean. Um... So Amar's going to park herself in the back of, I, I, I keep wanting to call it Darmok's house. It is not Darmok's house anymore. I like to imagine there's an exactly Amara-shaped hole in the labyrinth, just like where she has a place to put her little feet and like a place where... <laughs> oh yeah, that like, thing is Just wrecked. settles down into it. Like it's not completely flat. There's an Amara-shaped hole. Yeah. It's like yellow labs when they like dig a huge fucking hole in the backyard <laughs> to, to yes. land during the summer. <laughs> Or like How when the cats do the she... little cat bread thing where they like become a little loaf of bread. <laughs> like I imagine Amara does that. She's like, yeah, I'm comfy now. Uh, so I would imagine everyone's going to disembark and hop off Amara. So right now it is the third day uh, of Thorum, which is the next month of Therry. You guys are you guys are done with Amara. It's like a winter, a spring month. Actually, you just you're you're entering fall now. And climate is going to start changing pretty so rapidly So I had a here. summer wedding. Good. Yeah. Do me a favor, roll a perception check. Stop making me roll things, Jason. My wrist hurts. I'm sorry? Everyone in the party is going to notice that uh, a large majority of, of the, the wedding stuff has been cleaned up. Actually, this, this whole backyard area looks to be immaculate. Uh, obviously, the, the hedge mage is pretty much untouched because that's just where Amar is. There's no sense in sprucing that up considering a big fucking dragon's going to land in it and just kind of make it its bedding. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the wedding stuff has been taken down and cleaned up. All the chairs have been removed, and uh, it appears as though they, they've done some, some raking and some... Like, it, it, the, the area looks nice. None of this has been touched since, you know, since the old caretaker died. <laughs> like... Not to bring it up, but yeah, nothing, no one doing anything. And he wasn't as spry as he used to be anyway, so yard work really wasn't his thing. Why the Is he gonna come back too? Well, don't I bring him back? If he ends the world, will he at least bring Jeffrey back? <laughs> Who do you think Sheldon is? <laughs> oh. oh my god, that would be adorable! <laughs> and horrible. And horrible. I think Jeffrey deserves his fucking rest, you know? <laughs> it's true. Fair enough, but. We should, we should bring that. We should bring the gods water. back, so we get to go to whatever servant god heaven exists. <laughs> servant god. The god of servants for assholes. <laughs> you just get to order your former masters around as much as you want. 
Uh, so you guys are in the third day of, of Thorm right now, but it's just it's just out of the cut. Like you're going to get back late, like late at night. You've been in, you've been you know hours in transit uh, between walking through the swamp and then flying and everything. You yeah, it's been hours and hours. Bree's going to get ready, and uh, as soon as you guys arrive, she's just going to kind of slink off by herself. Uh, she's been very quiet ever since uh, everything happened with the witch. Phallus is going to do the thing where you get, he's not even looking around. Like, it's just, like, nothing, none of this is really registering. Uh, just going to get off the dragon and just do the, the backcracky thing you do when you've been on a long journey, especially, you know, especially, like, if you're on, like, horseback, dragonback, whatever. You, you stretch, you do all that stuff. Uh, what would the party like to do here? Probably need some rest, right? Like, everybody's pretty, pretty exhausted. I think Una would try and be like, yo, Merrick, let's have a conversation. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it would take much of a perception check. I think Merrick looks probably kind of distraught and distracted and just torn up a little bit. He's just processing too much. Yeah, so... so yeah. Una would <laughs> probably, probably tap him on the shoulder and be like, hey, let's go have a chat. Just yeah. kind of trying to take him away. Yeah, okay. He, uh, Merrick's gonna, to, you know, as, as Kaluna's getting off the dragon or whatever, he's just gonna be like, uh, you know, I'll find you in a little bit. We're gonna, I'm just gonna talk with him. Just, I'll find you. Kaluna's going to almost brush him off to sort of give him a nod, and they're going to turn around and find one of the shrubs that Amara sleeps on and just kind of yank a branch off and just start tearing it up. Like an, like a dog chewing on a toy. With their mouth? Well, no. I mean, oh. Kaluna will do it with their hands and their feet and just kind of, like, rip at it. But, you know, it's the same sort of idea. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I guess, I don't know, where should we go? The kitchen? Merrick would probably go straight to the kitchen. <laughs> like, that's just, like, the place to gravitate. That's, that's, where you, that's where you have family discussions on a one-on-one basis. It's where shit gets sorted out. Sure is. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. So, um, and I'm assuming we'd have to role play the walk to the kitchen. So yeah. once they get in the kitchen, uh, Uno would probably like close and lock the door behind them just cause like, this is a private conversation. Yeah. Um, and then just turn to Merrick and kind of like fix him with a gaze, um, kind of, uh, calculating, I guess that's not the word, but, uh, kind of sizing him up and just that's say, right. okay, what's eating at you? He's, uh, it's going to be clear he's trying to like fish for his emotions, right? Like super deep. He's, he's having a hard time articulating it all. He's going to probably screw around with stuff that's in the kitchen, like on the, on the, the bench or whatever on the, on the counter and just like fiddling with something while he's getting his thoughts together. But he's, he's going to just finally put everything down and turn to her and just be like, look. A lot of stuff just happened. A lot of stuff. And I don't know how to, I don't know how to metabolize all of it. I mean, there's stuff about me and I'm not even sure that I get it. There's stuff about you. There's stuff about Bree. There's stuff about the end of the world. And there's stuff about a witch that I don't even know if I believe anything that just happened. But the thing that's eating me right now and that, that I need to talk to you about. It's it's like you flipped. It's like I'm. I mean, I'm not angry. I just don't understand, and I just need some help. 
you've been an inspiration to me. At, at the same time, you and I kind of went through a thing separately and realized kind of where we were in the world with the gods and what we believed. And this witch who's arrogant and narcissistic and cryptic says a few words and it's like you you flip the switch and you're back on board and i don't know it just doesn't feel right but can you explain like what happened i feel alone the entire time Merrick's saying is gonna be nodding like she completely understands where he's coming from and she'll say look i know it seems weird because for someone as faithful as i was to become as unfaithful as i was and you did at the same time we bonded over that and for me to as you said flip a switch i realize it seems weird here's my reasoning first of all i'm not as convinced as i may have portrayed in the witch's hut i am convinced but not maybe to the extent that i showed she probably knows that but I'm pretty sure she is a god, and it does not do to offend them. It's like this. She, she just made sense. The reason I didn't see anything when I died, the, the reason the world is so fucked up, there's so much imbalance. I know I haven't known any different, but my entire life I've been fighting, literally, as if it should be different. I don't think I would be doing that if it wasn't supposed to change somehow. I think I would just be doing what the majority of people do in this world. Survive, scrape by, kill other people, try and gain as much power, lose it, and then die horribly. Everything we've seen. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. You wouldn't be doing what you're doing. None of us would. We wouldn't have this strange driving force if this world wasn't meant to change somehow. And not just through the good deeds of a few adventurers. It's supposed to be different, and this is how. Uh, wow. I, I... I've been very skeptical, and I think I have good reasons to be. But when you put it that way, you, you, don't, you never cease to be inspiring. Like that, I feel that too. I just never knew what I was doing all this for. I don't know what I'm connected to. I, I've abandoned everything. I've abandoned friends. I've abandoned the world in a lot of ways, but I guess I feel it too. Like I, I want things to be different and it feels like it's supposed to be. So I don't know. I don't know if that's bullshit. I don't know if it's just hopes and wishes and desires for the world to be a better place. But it sounds like if you're on board... I'm not going to abandon you and I'm not going to abandon any of our friends. So I'm not going to fight it, but it just seems so odd. It just seems so quick. And now I think I'm fighting against it a little bit because now what do I do? Where does a monitor fit back into my life after I rejected it so hard that he could even exist? You know, is is a monitor the, the person that sells apples down the street or the person that's in the grocery store every time I try to go make some nice meals for everybody? 
I, it's just frightening. I'm terrified. But maybe there's something there. I don't trust the witch, but I trust you. So whatever we have to do about all of this, I'm on board. And I don't want you to think anything different. I'm just scared. And I, I am inspired by you. And I don't want to feel like there's a rift, that there's a disconnection. That's all I'm saying, okay? Are we good? And it's going to, like, grin, like, she's not even worried. Of course. Don't worry about being afraid or not trusting the witch. Suspicion is healthy. Questioning things is important. Fear is the only time you can actually be brave. We're good. We're going to figure this out. We're going to get the answers. Yeah, but if, if this is all real, if she's who she says she is, if the gods are, are in prison in, in bodies that they don't even realize, then what's also true is the end of the world's coming and there's a demon army and I mean, I just said I was terrified, but I, I think it goes beyond that, right? I don't know where to begin with any of that. The way I see it is, if that's true, and we choose not to do anything about it, we're going to fucking die. If it's true, and we choose to do something about it, we might not die. If it's false, and we go investigate it, and it turns out to be false, then we don't die horribly and suddenly without any warning and we go about our business and do our own thing Hmm. it's an important enough thing to check out yeah and if it's gonna happen then we might as well try and do something about it because otherwise seems very clear the entire world is going to be destroyed yeah i'd rather be in the trenches with you and the rest of the of the group than than waiting to see if something's really going to happen. So, all right, you got me. I'm here. I want you focused for this. That's the only reason I I called you in here. Just, you seem agitated and on edge. Yeah. And this is going to be very intense. And we're probably going to see some really fucked up shit and probably do some. And some of us will probably die and horrible things will happen. And you're kind of my go-to guy here. All of your advice is excellent. Every time you chime in, you say something with more wisdom than I have ever seen anybody. So I need you here and I need you to not be worrying about the gods or what's going to happen or the werewolf stuff. Yeah, about that. I don't. Do you think that's no. over? <laughs> I. She hurt me. She did something to me. I've never felt such pain. I don't know if she cut it out of me, and it's gone. I don't know if she just made a show of it. But I'd like to think it's gone. But I'm. It's complicated. You you asked me a while back to be prepared, right? Be prepared for this to happen. And I don't know that I am because I don't know how to prepare for it. I mean, listen, I, I don't want to go on about it, but just just think about this. I spent years and years and years hating myself, right? 
That's all I did because of this thing inside me. And now if that part of me is truly gone, that's great, except I'm still sitting here just hating myself. Like, that's so entrenched that I don't know how to get over it. But that's my bullshit and not yours. And I'm sorry. I'm not trying to dump anything on you. It's just, if I'm not that, then who am I? And that's maybe easy for somebody else to say, but it isn't easy for me. But the truth is, I don't even know. I, I, I may very well still be a werewolf. I have no idea. Um, Uno's going to be kind of like her elbows on little island and like her fingertips pressed together, kind of like a, like a villain almost. Um, just kind of like nodding and uh, watching Merrick. Um, I should say, well, I'm, I'm glad that you admit that's bullshit. Because it is. That's that's some bullshit. But we also have to test out this werewolf shit. Because I'm going to be assuming that it's dealt with. I'd like to think so. I mean, we can find out <laughs> the next time we're in a fight, I guess. Why wait? And Una's going to just, bam, attack him. Do me a favor, roll an athletics check. Okay, yeah. Please just don't be expecting it. Uh, uh, he's not at all. I like the idea of Una going up to Merrick and be like, please don't be expecting this, and Merrick going, I won't, and then he turns around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, close your eyes, stand on one foot, and put your head next to this doorknob. Actually, okay. actually, that would that would be a good way to do it, is to say, okay, listen, just, Merrick, just close your eyes for a second. <laughs> Imagine that <laughs> Exactly. Because it's the two of you in a kitchen, uh, by yourselves, door locked, and it's kind of a—it's kind of a moment where Merrick's opening up, and it's a really trusting kind of thing. I don't think he would see the punch to the face coming. Oh God, no! Okay, he, this would not be. This would be the last thing he would be expecting. So he's going to take this full bore in the head, just just punch in the face, blam. And do me a favor, Merrick. Do me a favor, roll an endurance check for me. Okay. 25. Nothing is going to happen with Merrick. He's going to he's gonna catch his footing because it almost knocks him down. Uh, but he is going to... He, he's going he's gonna to kind of catch himself and he's going to... A couple of seconds are going to go by. And after the, after the pain, uh, you kind of get past that moment where you get punched in the face and it's like, fuck that hurt but he's gonna notice that normally he has to really compose himself because if he doesn't uh, the wolf happens but this time there's nothing um okay so he's gonna he's gonna do the 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 dazzled eyes like sparkles probably for a second and then I'm sure there's some blood and he's gonna do the spit like the <laughs> <laughs> the blood out of like teeth kind of a of a thing and just kind of uh just look at Una and just kinda of nod his head like, okay, alright. Like he's not gonna even he's not gonna be like, what the hell? He's just gonna be like, Awesome, great, thanks. Una's kinda of hanging oh sorry, go ahead. No, no, I think he's just gonna start moving forward a little bit towards her. Um and it might look I imagine it might look like he's being aggressive for a second. But I think he's just going to put his, like, clap his hand on her shoulder and just start, like, all right, let's go. And start to move out the kitchen <laughs> towards the door. Cool. Uh, Una will have been, like, kind of, like, cagey, like, 
hand on the hammer hill, like, watching just to make sure. Um, but when he gets up and, like, looks okay, she'll probably, like, chill out a little bit. Um, and, uh, when she, when he puts her hand on her, uh, his hand on her shoulder, she'll just go, yeah, sorry, I just had to, I just had to check and, uh, double check. And then she'll knee him in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Do me a favor, roll an athletics check. <laughs> Three! <laughs> Sweet. That's a nine. It's a nine. I should really train my athletics more. <laughs> you I have insight up. trained, and I don't know why. Could you diplomatize my pain? <laughs> um, this one, uh, Merrick's armor is going to catch the brunt of this one. Uh, and he's ready. He's, he's ready for it. Too. The second one, yeah. The second one, he's like, all right, all right, we got it. Like, um, so yeah, the, the, the second one's just going to be caught by most of his chest plate. It's yeah, that's gonna that's gonna catch a lot of the force of this one. Nice though, nice. In fact, he's just going to say that nice. She's going to look kind of apologetic, like, ooh, I probably should try harder for that. Are you sure it's gone? I, he's I get you're tired, I get you want to go to bed. Yeah, I'm, I'm exhausted, and you know what? That actually makes it worse, so... And he's, he's going to spit some more blood out from the, from the punch. Uh, I don't know if it's gone, but I don't feel anything, Una. I don't feel anything. And I, I know I just said I hate myself and I, this is this part of me and whatever, but you know what? Just for a second, I'm going to listen to you and I'm just, I'm going to, I'm just going to assume this is okay. And I'm happy. I'm just happy for the first time in a long time. I'm going to like revel in this just for a minute. So, uh, thanks. And he'll, he'll wipe some blood uh, away from below his nose or something. Uh, She'll just like grin, like, yeah, I'm happy, but also sorry I punched you in the face. He's not even uh, gonna acknowledge it. He doesn't care. And uh just uh, open the door and uh just kind of shove him out into the hallway, like kind of like frat bro style, just like, yeah, buddy, just go rest, you know. Quick aside. Wouldn't it be funny if all that was bullshit and he wolfed out right there in the kitchen with just you and a locked door? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you were pretty confident about that. Yeah. That's my, well, that you know, we were pretty confident about it. <laughs> no, JK, guys, seriously. I was not guy, endurance check, but, uh... Especially that second time when you, like, barely hit him, like, that's when he wolfed out. Yeah. <laughs> I just sneeze and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Loud noises are scary. <laughs> Like the one she just made? Yeah. I jumped a little, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you can use that for a uh, free folly work whenever you want. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. So I think, I mean, if it's late enough, I think Merrick's gonna probably just go try to find Kaluna. Probably, if Kaluna's not already in the room, um, he'll, he'll be like, let's let's get some rest. Uh, Kaluna would still be outside, sort of okay. carrying up their stick that they got. Okay. And they're sort of going to move their head in Merrick's direction, but not really look at him. Okay. And then they're going to look back at their stick, and they're going to—they're not going to move. Just keep tearing at the stick. Okay. All right. Merrick's going to go ahead and deal with this. Uh, Merrick's going to come up to Kaluna and be like, "Hey, uh, we got to get some rest." Kaluna's going to just sort of stubbornly keep tearing at the stick, and they're going to say, "We can sleep out here." Merrick's going to do a very heavy sigh. 
and he's going to sit down next to Kaluna and say, all right, what's up? They're going to sort of, they're going to shrug, sort of, you know, that sort of, nothing's wrong, I don't care. But then they're going to sort of relent because they know better. (laughs) And they're going to say, we didn't do anything. What do you mean you didn't do anything? She was hurting you, and we thought you were going to die, and we didn't do anything. Okay. No. So, what she did was... We know what she did, Merrick. We know. But we could have done something, and we didn't. I get it. I do get it. I know exactly where you were, and exactly what you were thinking. And all I can say is, that's why you're my best friend. That's why you're always going to be here. But I will say this. I'm glad you didn't do anything. Because I think it's taken care of. I think it's gone. Kona's going to just let out a frustrated sigh. And they're just... (laughs) They're going to keep tearing at the stick. And they're going to tear at it like... With more fervor now. Clearly just like... And they're going to say... You don't get it though. We... We told you... That we would keep you safe. And we know it ended up being the good thing. We know it did. But we should have done something. And we didn't. Sometimes... Keeping me safe might mean doing exactly what you did. It, it, You didn't mess up. You gave the space for something to happen that was right. And so whatever you felt, maybe it was hesitance or confusion. I don't know what it was. But maybe it came from something deeper, and you, you knew that I needed it. So just think of it that way. It's not like you don't know me, and it's not like you don't know what I need and what I want. You do. So I choose to see it that way. Okay? Maybe? Colin is going to let out another huff. All right. Okay. Okay. I tell you what. Come to the room. We've got to get some rest. And maybe it's time for Lavender. Maybe... Maybe it's not time for Heather anymore. Colin is going to take a deep breath in through their nose. Out through the mouth. <laughs> and they're going to finally look over at Merrick. We'd rather sleep out here. You can you can go inside, but we'd rather... We've been inside too much. Okay, Merrick will nod. Like, very, very understanding. And, and put a hand on Kalina's shoulder. He's going to say, okay, if you need me, you know where I am. And then he's going to just get up and head on inside. Kaluna's going to look up at Amara, (laughs) and they're going to switch to Elvin, because they figure it doesn't matter anyway. And they're going to say, you probably don't understand us, but do you mind if we stay out here, or should we go to the roof? And they're going to sort of gesture, sort of get their point across. At this point... Uh, Amara's kind of laying down, so her head's just sort of draped over the top of these bushes, because it's kind of like a kind of like a pillow. 
So it's just sort of her her huge like snout like everything eyes forward is just kind of like draped over these these sets of bushes. So the only noise that Amara is going to make is just kind of this sniffling sound, just kind of a just just kind of that, but not really at Kaluna so much as just a noise. Not even really looking at Kaluna, just kind of like eyes kind of half lidded, almost shut, very much relaxing. Kaluna is going to sort of hesitantly just very much keeping their eyes on Amara's face. They're going to sort of set their stuff down far enough away that if they, like, moved or something, they wouldn't kick it. And then they're going to sort of curl up close to Amara, and they're going to sleep. Um, where would Jadzia be during all this? Jadzia would have gone upstairs with Valis into their room, and, like, she's looking around the whole time, and I think that she probably made the connection that it was the same people who destroyed her house who probably fixed it up. But I think she would have guessed, because they destroyed it last time. They kind of forgave her, and now it's nice, so... Yeah, the whole place has been... As as you're going room to room, the whole place has been cleaned up. There's, like, in... Well, the place had accumulated quite a bit of holes. Uh, just as many from outside influences as actual party members. <laughs> I had no doors left, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> there was a door to one bathroom, and it was hanging off the hook. So it, it looks like someone showed up in force to, uh, yeah. to to clean this place up and make repairs and, and, and everything. Probably, you know, a whole bunch of people. And the issue there is that Chadzia already felt pretty fucking guilty about other shit. So then she gets home and she's like, oh, these people fixed off my house. I punched their leader in the face at one point trying to knock her out and failed. I'm the worst person. So she's just going to go upstairs and sit on her bed and wait for Valis to come in. And then once he does, she's going to kind of gesture for him to come lie down so that she can she can cuddle, because she wants to cuddle. <laughs> but she's sad. Um, yeah, he would right away. Like, yeah, he's been quiet, like stone silent the entire time. Just, there's obviously... There is obviously a talk that needs to happen between the two of them, but I don't think either one of them want to have it, necessarily. So, yeah, Valis would, Valis would come to lay down next to Jadzia. Um, so she would immediately, like, climb up into his chest and get all cuddly and bullshit like that. Like, Okay, so she's going to cuddle up, and there's going to be kind of like a few beats of silence where they're just kind of appreciating that they're home. Little quotes around it, because it's not really certain yet. Like, nothing's certain, and that's kind of something that's bothering her. And after that beat of silence, she's going to say... It's never going to be over, is it? There's going to be this long pause. Because uh, Valis wants to say something comforting, but anything comforting would feel like a lie. <laughs> um, so he's 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 got his arm wrapped around her and everything, and he's just... In lieu of something comforting, he's just going to kind of squeeze her um, and just kind of make a grunting sound, just... Uh, um, but he's not, he's not going to say anything. That's so fucking sad, you realize, right? I, he, I, like, what do you say? Like, it's... Yeah. Um, more silence for a bit, I would imagine. And mm. then, I think that at this point, is just so exhausted that she's going to start crying a little bit. And she's going to ask, Cause, Phallus, what did I do? And she's going to curl into him tighter and kind of hide her face because she's ashamed that she's crying. Again, he's he's going to squeeze even tighter. Just, like, he wants to do anything to make this better. 
There's no way you could have known. He's going to kind of try to, like, just kind of pick up her face. and like Because he, he wants to look you in the eyes when he says this. You should not feel bad about this. Jadzi is going to reach up and, like, cup one of his hands in hers. And just, I should have known this would happen. I should have known that he's never going to stop. Firstly, we're not even sure if what she was saying was true. But, if it is, he died before, and we can kill him again. Jadzia will glance down at how many times. And even if we do, something else will happen, and then something else. All I want to do is be with you, and feels like we'll never be able to do that. We promised this would be the last time, but this one's my fault. Do you think we should stay with them? How selfish can I be to make them fight a war that I started? To try to ask our friends to save a world that I condemned? There's only so much that you and I can do. If there's always going to be something, they're going to have to tackle things on their own eventually. Again, it's not like you knew what was going to happen and you made the deal anyway. We don't even know how we'd fight them. Maybe there's a way we can help without actually having to follow them. Jadzia is going to start nodding along because, like, because he's saying, like, you know, like, he's making her promises that she really wants so badly that she's looking for a reason to say yes, because all she wants is to stop. Mm -hmm. But she knows that she she needs permission, too, at this point, because of what she's done. Mm -hmm. In little quotes. So, yeah, he's he's kind of telling her what she wants to hear, but it also, like, makes sense coming from him. She's going to, like, move away from looking at him and curl back into his chest because she is just miserable and scared. He would do that thing where you you kind of put your head on top of someone else's just, just like, extra content. It's like there's a limb that isn't making contact. Let's, let's just whatever you can do to me, you know, to kind of comfort someone and make him feel better. So after after the, the head thing, just, just kind of cradling her. There's nothing we can really do about this tonight can talk with the group tomorrow and see if we can work something out. Jadzia will nod and then she'll take his hand and kind of like, you know, hold hands like super tightly. And yeah, I think that's probably where the conversation would end because they're both just sad and quiet and shitty people who can't talk because they're played by shitty people who can't talk. <laughs> unfortunately. So let's see. Una would be the only one. Okay, Una, do me a favor. Roll a perception check. Um, you're going to hear a pounding at the front door. Two in the fucking morning. <laughs> um, Una will walk up to the front door, swing it open, and go, It's two in the fucking morning! To whoever is there. <laughs> Poe is going to almost barge past you, yeah, 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 and and just walk in, just, without being invited, just kind of walk in. And he's he's going he's gonna to start looking around. Okay, did everyone make it back okay? Is everyone fine? 
Yes, everyone's fine. And he's going to lean in and kind of squint his eyes and look at you. Are you sure? Uh, <laughs> Una's just going to be kind of amused by, like, the amount of information she has to impart. And how insane 90% of it's going to sound. So you might want to sit down, buddy. Okay. Okay, you, you you made it sound like it was a pretty heavy thing before you left. I'm just, I'm kind of surprised you're back so soon. Or, I mean, don't take this wrong at all. But Poe's going Poe's gonna to sit down. Like, he's get, kind of like humoring you. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were going for like a day. Like, go ahead. Blow me away. Okay, so I'm just going to lay this down in pieces. Because if I try and tell the whole story, that poor excuse for a brain is going to explode. Okay? Like, she's obviously like, like, hey, I'm being humorous because what I have to tell you is fucked up. You know? Right. And he's very much like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Let's go. Like, just very, very much like you're, you're, you're either bullshitting him or you're, you're blowing this out of proportion. Okay, so number one... Everyone is not okay. Bree is dying. Slowly and horribly, from what I understand. He's gonna straighten up. Like, that's not fucking funny. Like, he's gonna... Yeah, that's... that's yeah, he's gonna straighten up. The, 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 his facial expression's gonna change completely. Um, And she's gonna, like, kind of, like, wince, like, yeah, that's a thing. But just keep going. Don't get too hung up on that, because it turns out that the Swamp Witch is a god. Alvern, to be specific. Uh, turns out the gods are trapped in human bodies on this world, and that's why there is so much fucked up shit and no heaven to go to. Also, Papa Craig is cord. So, yeah. Oh, and I forgot about the demon army that is going to invade the world and kill everyone in three months. Oh, also... Bree is technically a key that we could use to open some sort of seal to destroy the entire world, but also conveniently release the gods. Poe is going to blink several times. Okay. This thing where you come riding in and top whatever news I have, really getting old. Two, how much of that is actually true? Unfortunately, and now she's getting a little more sober, like just because clearly trying to mask everything with humor is not working. I am pretty sure all of it is true. How long does Brie have? I don't know. I didn't. I uh, didn't really want to talk about it. I knew she was sick. I, I didn't. She, um,. She hasn't talked about it with, with me at all. She's been avoiding it. I don't, I don't even think she's talked to Liara about it. Yeah, I can understand why. But I would like to uh, deal with this god situation, get them all established, so there's actually somewhere for her to go when she does. Can we, uh... Can we, uh, revisit the Craig thing, please? Yes. Swamp Witch is a god... She became aware of her godness somehow. Um, she identified Cord for me upon request, and that's Craig. Which, to be honest, makes a lot of sense. 
Not sure if we should tell him or not. Do you... I, I mean, do you buy that? How does that even happen? <sighs> I'm not super magically inclined, but it seems like it had something to do with the Eladrin. And they got all hubrisy and decided that they weren't comfortable with the gods being more powerful than them, so they trapped the gods. The witch is and was pretty fucking pissed about it, so she managed to uh, banish them all, except for a few. So that's why the Eladrin are so few and far between. I'm realizing that there's a lot of information and I didn't impart all of it my first time around. Is there anything else? I think it'll come to me as we talk. Honestly, it's been... Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, and Merrick is probably cured of his werewolfism. Oh, fuck. And we brought somebody home with us. Uh, a Goliath by the name of Cory. Uh, nice girl, quiet. Um, also a god. The Raven Queen. So, that's fun. Okay. Met Cory. Mm? The god thing's new. Yep. Anyone else in the party a god? Not that we know of. Mm -hmm. How is she taking that? She seemed to uh, take it pretty well. It seemed to make sense to her. Um, which I guess is actually pretty impressive, considering the fucking Raven Queen. Uh, uh, she's She's been quiet since. I think she's processing. But obviously the god thing and releasing them is important to her so she decided to come with our group because uh, that's our focus more you said you had news can we talk about that too uh, we um, fixed up the house uh... yeah thanks seems a little inconsequential now. Is that it? It was a wedding gift. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go talk to Corey. It What okay, what happened with the other group? They they left to go to deal with their shit, specifically Eladrin stuff, I believe. But wait, before you go talk to Corey, two quick things. Three things. Should we tell Krager or not? I'm not doing it. Coward. <clears throat> no, I... Well, some of us launched a smear campaign against me while I wasn't around. To be fair, it was based on what I thought was the truth. Okay, you know I had to have a long talk with him while you were gone, right? I'm sure that was <clears throat> loving and fatherly. Yeah, it was a blast. 
I... My instinct is to tell him, because it's Craig, and he's basically my dad. But at the same time, the information might just endanger him. You know, there's no way he's going to believe you, right? That too. I'd rather just uh, prove myself right by freeing him. How are you going to do that again? You mentioned something about killing everything. That Yeah, that brings me to point number two. Uh, what are you going to be doing here? I know this seems like I'm dodging your question. I'm going to tie it back, I swear. Are you planning to stay here? Are you going to establish yourself in Esterholt? What's your thing? Technically, I'm supposed to be... I'm supposed to be in the Overwatch, but I'm not... I'm not doing anything there currently. I'm, I'm actually waiting for... I'm waiting for where to, uh, a group we sent out over a week ago. They're supposed to check in. Okay. Well, here's the very basic plan of attack, I guess. We could kill the entire world using Bree to open this seal. The witch reasons that if everyone is destroyed and there are no bodies for the gods to f skip to, then they go to heaven. Seems kind of iffy logic, but apparently it would work. And what happens to us? She promised some sketchy resurrection bullshit, but I don't want to get into that. I've managed to convince her that a better way would be to send us out to find another way to do that without killing the entire world. So that's what we're going to try and do. If we don't complete that within three months, this demon army um, will probably kill the whole world because there are no gods to help balance them out. Um, uh -huh. Yes. Well, I can point you in a direction, but you're not going to like it. If you say Julie. I cannot say that if it would make you feel better, but she's the bookwormy one. She's the one you're going to want to talk to. Fuck. That was hey. in character. <laughs> Fully. If it makes you feel any better, she's the one who kind of spearheaded the fix-up-the-house campaign thing. Well, maybe it's sibling rivalry? But no, I don't. does not make me feel better. Fuck her. Yeah, yeah whatever. Anyway, third thing. Okay, important third thing here. I want to leave Jadzia in Esterholt. She's probably not going to like that. She might try and fight that. But I think she'd be safer here. And... She could help us to research all this stuff. I also... I would also like to leave Bree here. Because I know, I know, trust me, I get... But she's kind of a magnet for god destruction. And I think she'd be safer. Okay, I'm gonna guess she knows all about this key god witch destruction stuff. She was there with you. Yeah. Mm, yes. Do you really think she's going to want to stay here with us? I don't think she's going to want that at all. But Do you ever try to make her do something she doesn't want to do? Yes. How did that work out? I lived. Which is more than almost anyone else can say, I think. I'm just letting you know my intentions. I don't know if it's going to fucking happen. But if Bree stays here, if Jadzia stays here, I want you to keep an eye on them. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, sure, but I I don't know how you're going to pull that off. I mean, the Jadzia thing, I, I, I don't have any clue about, but yeah, Bree's not going to want to do that. That's unfortunate for her. But you can go find Cory. It's been a long fucking day, and I need to go to bed. Have fun trying to sleep. And then she'll, like, <laughs> just fuck off. Um, let's see, where, where would Cory be? Um, so I sort of, I sort of pictured it as, like, so they walk into Jadzia's house, and Jadzia and Bellis go upstairs, and Merrick and Una go into the kitchen, and Kaluna goes outside, and Cory's just sort of left in the foyer. <laughs> it's like no one gave you the grand tour, <laughs> no one gave, so it's just, so it's just She's you just... kind of floating around the back end of the house somewhere, maybe? Um, Sort of like I like she would notice that she's alone and she doesn't really know where to go or what to do, so she's just gonna be like, "Go team," because she's used to a totally different dynamic. Um, and she stayed in Darmok's quarters the last time she was here, so I assume that's probably where she would go. Is up to the same room that she stayed in before. Um. But the second she walks through the door, she's just going to sort of close the door behind her and put her back up against the wood and just sort of slide down. And she's going to, like, break down and just start almost like um, if you've ever had an anxiety attack, it's like you are uncontrollably shaking and crying at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, And you just can't control it. And that's sort of where she's at right now. So that's pretty much after the group splits off and does their thing. How long would you say that? How long do you, would you say that it takes for Corey to, to get control of that? Does she, or is it just kind of an ongoing thing? Um, I would say that it sort of simmers down, and she'll probably head over to the desk and she'll start writing, but she's still shaking. Well, considering that this is a big place, but um, the only other person on this floor right now is Poe. Uh, so I would say eventually Poe would kind of stumble upon Jazia, or stumble upon Corey. And he would come into the room very quietly, because it, it's kind of a frantic thing, like, searching room to room, and then eventually it's like, oh, okay. But not wanting to not wanting to bother you, he's going to kind of knock on the wall. <laughs> There's no door there, so it's just kind of like, knock, knock. But again, very kind of sheepish. Uh, she'll just sort of instinctively, like, wipe her face and, and look over and see that it's him, and just be like, Poe, I wasn't expecting you at this hour at all. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just wanted to check on everyone, uh, saw the dragon. I heard how things went. Uh, sorry? I, I, I really don't know what to say here. So she'll start to sort of chuckle and just say, I have no idea what to say either. Um, Poe's gonna grab a chair, just a, just like a wooden chair and and pull it closer to to Corey and then have a seat how uh how how long were you with the other group before you left i was with them for a couple months i can't even guess what what you're going through with the whole god thing i what do you do with that i have no idea i don't I don't even know how I should react right now. Should I be happy? Should I be 
sad? Should I be excited or scared? I'm, I literally don't know what to do. Okay, not to pry. Is 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 there a reason you ditched your old group and and came here? Is there a plan of attack? Is there something you're gonna do? In my old group, as you know, Dagon, and she's gonna sort of give him a look because she knows that they did not really get along. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> as soon as you bring up his name. Yep, I remember him. Like that kind of yeah, he's yeah. And she'll sort of acknowledge his look with like a, yeah, he can be that way. So she'll, yeah, um, Dagon's been looking for something for a very long time. And our paths just separated where he needed to follow to find what he needed to find. And I needed to come here to figure out what the hell to do. Doesn't? Aralove worshipped the Raven Queen? I, uh, you, I guess? Uh, she'll put her hands on her face and, like, very almost exasperated because she's starting to blush and it's embarrassing to her. Yeah, I, I think she does. Not really sure how to take that either. Well, how did she take it? She seemed surprised, but at the same time not. <laughs> I think maybe just her faith was so strong that she knew that the Raven Queen had to be out there somewhere. So uh, He's going to reach out and, and uh, put his hand on Corey's shoulder. All right, well, we can deal with this somehow, I'm sure. Una filled me in on on certain bits, but... I mean, if you're going to get some kind of news, being a god isn't bad news, right? Uh, she'll sort of peek out from her hands, which are still in her face, and she'll just say, God of death. And he's going he's gonna to look down and just break eye contact. Well, could be dying. And then he's going to look back up at her. Uh, she'll just laugh. Pose um, not. And take her hands from her face. And... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weirdly amusing to her. <laughs> so she'll just sort of chuckle it off because she's trying to, to seem strong in front of everybody else. And she'll take her hands away from her face and just put them back down at her sides. And say, do you know who the de facto leader is in this group? I haven't quite been able to figure out who sort of determines what's going on. I know who the loudest one is. And he's gonna he's he's gonna look at uh, Corey like, you know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> She'll just sort of nod and be like, okay. I just want to make sure I know who to talk to tomorrow. I think we all just need some rest. Been a long day. Yeah, I'm getting that. Um, he's gonna he's gonna stand up and get ready and excuse himself. Uh, I know Dagon kind of called the shots in the other group, and and I get it. That that's fine. He's been alive for six thousand years or whatever. But <laughs> um, yeah, they 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 
they vote on stuff here, so you don't have to worry about stepping on toes from what I've seen. Oh, okay. Yeah, Poe would, again, just kind of one more reassuring, like, it's going to be all right, kind of, like, shoulder touch type things. Just like that human contact thing. Right. Corey will sort of put her head down and say, thank you for coming to see me. It's nice to see a semi-familiar face. <laughs> yeah, just try and get some rest. And he's going to go back the way he came, kind of toward uh, toward the back of the house. Let's pick things up the next day. And so that's still the third, but uh, daytime now. So it's hours later and you guys have all caught a nap. And I don't know how restful it would be necessarily for you guys, but uh, you, you've all at least attempted to lay down. Um, do me a favor. I'm going to roll a perception check. This is going to be an incredibly low check. Excellent, my favorite kind. Oh, wow, that's actually really high. Okay. Um, immediately, uh, Una's going to wake up and realize that Bree never came to bed. Um, that is going to be something, you know, obviously very apparent. Um, it's also going to dawn on her that uh, the place has been fixed up, except for this room. So the, the, the there's still the, 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 quite a bit of destruction, actually, in this room. Uh, the rest of the house seems to have been fixed up, though, so this area was considered off-limits by someone. Yeah, I have no delusions about who that might fucking be. Um, I'm just gonna sniff, like, yeah, that's what I fucking thought. Kind of, you know, just like, <laughs> and, uh, cause she knows. Like, clearly, like, this was her chance for Julie to apologize, and she apologized, but not all the way, cause she a petty bitch. Um, she is really fucking petty. I mean, Una is too, but still. <laughs> um, and she's gonna kind of like roll out of bed and um, go out into the house, try and find Jadzia whenever she wanders in from wherever. So I'm guessing everyone's doing their their wake up routine, getting getting sorted out and everything. Um, being breakfast time, um, would this be a thing where Merrick would? I mean, I don't want to presume that's rude. No, 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 no. This is a thing. Uh, he would have actually been up a little bit early to make sure that he sort of beat everybody to the punch mm-hmm. um, and had been working on uh, – I don't know if when they cleaned everything up and they fixed everything up, did they did they sort of restock the kitchen in any way? Would there be anything for me to be able to find in there? There's – oh, yeah. The, the the place has been, again, top to bottom cleaned. The kitchen's restocked. Everything is – yeah, this place is like as, as kind of a wedding gift. Uh, okay, excellent. Yeah. Well, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be, uh, if possible, uh, individual portions of like a yogurt and granola with berries and that sort of thing. So everybody gets a little bit of that. Um, and then of course, just tea. Very simple, but that's all. Uh, it's a light breakfast. That's, that's, that's good. You don't want to get bogged down. No, no, no. We don't know if we're going to be running or not, you know? Yeah. End of the world shit. That's so fucking thought out. Like, I like that a lot, actually. Um, so while you're, while you're dishing this up, Bree would actually be in the kitchen. Not, not, not saying much, just kind of sitting on a stool, just kind of, uh, like I picture a big island in the kitchen, like a, like a food prep thing. And yeah, just kind of, just kind of hanging out quiet, just kind of watching you work, but not, not saying too damn much. Um, everyone else, uh, I would imagine, uh, everyone is up and kind of congregating downstairs and, and kind of finding each other. 
because there's a hell of a lot to discuss. Yes. Um, so Phallus would trundle downstairs after after Jadzia just kind of, you know, yeah. But Wait, what? What would he do downstairs? Trundle. Trundle? That's a word. That's a word. <laughs> First of all, I didn't know that was a word. Second of all, that's the most adorable word I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> trundle. It sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> okay, like, I know it means, like, you mean it to be, like, moving, like, heavily. But the only times i've ever heard trundle be referred to is like with a wheelbarrow or like <laughs> a, a, like a like a large like a object wagon you know yeah, like something like with wheels <laughs> something cumbersome that moves cumbersome that's kind yeah, of it's just, it's just i just imagine someone like down the stairs in like a wheelbarrow i don't know it's also <laughs> apparently a league of legends character but he's not adorable so we're not talking <laughs> about it anymore uh so yeah just everyone's kind of congregated here in the uh I would imagine. So, did Merrick like serve this out? Is it? Is it? Is he still preparing it? Um, uh, that's a good question. I think he would have been up just early enough to be able to sort of get them all ready for people as they came down. They could grab one from the kitchen, right? So it's not like served in in a different place. It's more like a like a quick okay, so not a breakfast. formal thing. Yeah, yeah, not at all. It's like, it's okay. hey, by the way, oh, you're awake. Yeah, grab yourself some uh, some granola and yogurt, yeah, and here's okay. a spoon. There's like a little muffin and a container of milk like you get in yeah, school. There you exactly. go. Exactly. And, you know, sit wherever you want to. You don't have to talk to anybody, whatever. Um, Phallus would go into the kitchen then. Like, if there's nothing served, like he... This is terrible. Phallus almost expects there to be breakfast at this point. <laughs> like, there's there should be a meal. And and the fact that nothing... Like, he doesn't Where's smell... Where's my meal? <laughs> he doesn't smell anything cooking. Like, he almost assumes something's wrong. It's like... Oh God, he wolfed out or something. Like something's wrong. Like if he's conscious. He should be cooking. Jesus, that's kind yeah, of no. Well, I get it. I get it. Like that's every morning. Like if yeah. it, something catastrophic it. hasn't happened, it. there's been yep. there's been a meal. Um, I, I think Merrick would actually have made one. You know, the, I, I'm thinking of like not not bites. This is not one like a tiny plate bit. Of bacon yeah, like, just for Valus. Like, exactly. Exactly. Like like there's a bunch of meat. Um, that he that Merrick just put together and like oh. a very large bowl of yogurt and granola rather than like the cup version. <laughs> uh, when Kaluna comes in from outside, they are in the aspect of the ancients, by the way. They took that that under advisement and they see that Valus gets a big bowl of meat or whatever. They're gonna they're gonna kind of eye him jealously, sort of take their yogurt elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I see you jerk valis almost like a like a prisoner eats his food would kind of like guard his plate with his arm oh yeah kaluna's doing the same thing just, oh, yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> like, don't you touch That's my fucking funny. meat just go yeah just um and he would definitely kind of glance over to glance over to merrick and just kind of like give him like kind of a half smile and nod it's like yeah like just yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll... Miracle Sorry, actually I just wanted do to a... kill you earlier. I'm glad you <laughs> yeah. made your bacon. <laughs> no, no, no. So much. I mean, there's so much stuff that hasn't been said, but so much stuff that has clearly changed that changes the, an entire dynamic. Like, I, I imagine they're both on very weird footing with each other. But uh, Merrick just gives a thumbs up. Like, gotcha. Is there any beer and or wine and or liquor in the kitchen? Oh, there's liquor. Dude, yeah, it's I... morning. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Um, I think Una would find if there's no beer, then she'd probably go for like liquor. 
but find something alcoholic and um, try and steal a couple of slices of uh, Valus's bacon. I imagine so. Valus has his plate of meat, and everybody keeps walking by and just sort of like like as if it were the platter that everybody's supposed to take from. Right. No, I don't know what <laughs> the assumption would be. Stop hogging it. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the assumption of the group would be. That's like, oh, that's a platter for everyone, and he's just on top of it, or that was clearly just a big meat, just a big meat plate for him. But um, is this a stealthy thing? Is Una trying to stealthily like? It's kind of like one of those things where like you're like. You know, like vocally, so someone knows that you're trying to take something. Uh, just kind of like raise your hand in there, like so, like make eye contact with him. Just be like, you gotta stay slim for your new wife. Like um, reaching for like the fatty bacon. Yeah, he's going to, he's going to stop. Eat like mid chew, just like stop, lock eyes with him, and just kind of like narrow. Just don't, don't think it through. Don't <laughs> think it through. She's gonna like keep like it's like it's like a chicken. Like she's just like keeps moving her hand in, like eye contact. Um he's always gonna recoil the plate, like kind of like hug it towards his chest and then kind of shake just shake the plate just a tiny bit to to kind of loosen a couple of strips of bacon toward her. But that is it. Like that is that is clearly it. Okay, she'll snatch those up and be like, Heart disease is rampant in tieflings <laughs> and just like just take it away. Wait, how good is medicine in Theria? <laughs> That's a public service announcement. <laughs> years ago, people were like, eat a tub of butter, it'll make you healthier. But somehow Theria knows about heart disease. <laughs> uh, anger is bad for your heart. This is an established thing. Valis is an anger person. he would be dead by now. <laughs> <laughs> could, could Kaluna see this exchange? Um, roll perception. Everyone just wants some of his fucking bacon. Yeah, that's... Listen, Motherfucker's Kaluna, got the bacon. Kaluna hasn't had meat in ages. They need it. I would say that this would just escape Kaluna's perception. Like, just... No! It was gonna yeah. be great. It was gonna be beautiful. <laughs> and you rolled a two. It's <laughs> more... It, it's more a thing where it's like, alright, fine. Just, look, take that. But quickly, just... No, I, I don't want anybody to think that they could just have some of this. But yeah, that, that's kind of like it's it's a very quick, silent exchange. Like drugs. <laughs> yeah. Don't pay me, pay Merrick. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll pass you the bag. That's all I know about buying drugs, by the way. I was about to say, that's a, you sounded fairly knowledgeable. Can Kaluna throw berries at his head? In vengeance? That's fine. She didn't see he... the thing. <laughs> they didn't see the thing. But they know he has the bacon, and they're jealous. It's like spitballs in the back of class type of thing, just kind of... Yeah, just like, yeah. Just oh, fuck them off their head and throw it. That's fine. He still gets to keep the bacon, that's fine. Um, so everyone's everyone's here now, everyone's together, and you guys have had, you know, you're having some breakfast. So after finishing her couple slices of bacon, um, I imagine it's been kind of like... Not tense silence, but that silence where everyone's eating and no one really wants to talk. Yeah. So Una will finish her bacon slices pretty fast. And Jason, can I have, can I have it for Ken? What kind of uh, alcohol was available? Um, there's ale available if you're trying to drink light. Uh, <laughs> like that's... Yeah, yeah, ale. Okay. Ale's good. Thank you. <clears throat> um, just so I know what kind of bottle swigs will be coming out of. Right. For my own mental picture. But then she'll kind of, like, turn her gaze on Jadzia and just kind of, like, 
wait for Jadzia to kind of finish eating and like. Jadzia probably of... didn't get any breakfast, honestly. She probably just sit in there with like her arms wrapped around herself. She's not hungry. Okay. Then she'll just kind of look at Jadzia until Jadzia realizes that she's being stared at. Which I'm assuming is pretty fast. Do I have to roll perception? <laughs> Go ahead and roll perception for me. Just to see okay. how long it would take. It takes like 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like no one says a word. 20. I noticed pretty fast. Fairly quickly, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna pick up there's a silence in the room like no one like yeah, you can it's you can feel her eyes on you eventually. So once once Jadzia kind of like body languages that she recognizes that Una's staring at her. She's like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, gestures? I, like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> gestures wouldn't be the right word. I don't know. Shifts her body in a way that well, indicates? What she'll probably do is she'd look up, see the judge, see that Una's staring at her, and then immediately look back down like, oh, this is awkward. Why are you staring at me? Um, so then she'll say, okay. Jazia, I know you're probably not going to like this, but I'd like you to stay in Esterholt personally. I can't dictate what you do or don't do, but I think you're going to be safer and happier if you stay here. You can help us with the knowledge that we need, but as far as adventuring, I think at least I'd be more comfortable if that part of your life was at an end. And she's going to kind of like flick her eyes over to Velas, like, yeah, buddy, come on, back me up here. <laughs> Does Velas um, react or is he just going to keep eating bacon? Um, he would <laughs> He would eventually set the platter down. Eventually. Um, it's empty. It, it's, not, it's not quite empty, but it's like there's, it's like, oh, fuck. Okay, there's a heavy conversation. I, I can't be shoving pork in my face the entire time. Could. Uh, could. Why not? <laughs> what I do whenever heavy conversations crop up. <laughs> Works for me. I'm constantly shoving meat in my mouth. Aw, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, gonna sit that down. (laughs) (laughs) And he's gonna sidle up next to to Jadzia. And eventually, and he's... You can tell he's turning it over in his head. He's gonna speak up and, and look at Una. I agree. And then look back down at Jadzia. Jadzia is going to finally look up and she's got that kind of mousy, shy look again. Like, she hasn't had that in a while. She's been pretty confident as of late, but then hearing that about Darmok has kind of made her revert a little bit. And her eyes are going to go from Thalys to Una to Thalys to Una. And she kind of knows, like, everyone knows that she wants to stay, but she feels like she has to stay that she, has to say that she wants to go with them. And again, like, it's good to just have an excuse and then she kind of slowly nods if that's what you'd like of course I can she's gonna kind of half smile tuck her hair back I I still want to help though do I have to perception to recognize like she clearly wants an excuse but also she feels bad or do I know Jazzy well enough by this point to just I would say you'd know Jazzy well enough by this point so Una's going to be kind of taken aback, not like taken aback, but uneasy by the fact that Jadzia seems so kind of like shy and like not as confident as she was, um, just because it's like a sign that things aren't good. Um, 
And she just kind of like fix her gaze on Jadzia again and just kind of like kind of narrow her eyes like, okay, like there are unresolved things here. And she'll just say, look, clearly you feel like this is somewhat your fault, I'm guessing, because uh, your crazy fucking ex-husband um, and selling his soul to the demon Jadzia's gonna not even, like, no pause. She's going to immediately nod. Acteronis was right. I, I've made so many mistakes, but I've made so many stupid decisions. I could have, I might have destroyed the world because of them. As Jadzia continues talking, Una will be more and more irritated, not at what she's saying, but that she's, she seems to believe what she's saying. And by the end, she'll be kind of gritting her teeth almost. Look, Actronus was a jackass. I'm sorry, but he was. You've made mistakes. I've made mistakes. He has made mistakes, undoubtedly. Probably more mistakes than we have, the fucking asshole. But my point is, you've also saved us innumerable times. You've made up for your mistakes. And things that you didn't know about, things you unknowingly caused, we've all done those. You trip over a stone and it lands in the wrong area in a path and someone's horse steps on it and throws a shoe and they fall off and break their arm and go back home and they can't pay for it and they get infected and they die. Shit happens unintentionally. It's not your fault. We're going to deal with this. You're going to help us because you're undoubtedly the smartest person here. And we really fucking need that. But I want you to stay where it's safe. Jutsi is going to slowly nod, and when you called Actronis a jackass, she's going to kind of half smile, but also look over at Cory like, uh-oh. Um, and then she'll finally just kind of accept it. Like, you can tell by the look on her face that she's accepting that it's okay. And then she'll take a piece of bacon. Yes. <laughs> Two things. One, Phallus wouldn't fight the taking of bacon uh, yeah. from Jatsia for a second, obviously. Oh, I see how it is. Out of Jatsia's <laughs> mouth. Come on. Thing number two is what? What would Corey's reaction be to Una calling out Actaronas? I think because she's sort of uh, alone, she would keep quiet, but she just sort of start to shovel this granola into her face. <laughs> I immediately imagine Corey with, like, big puffed-up cheeks full of granola, like, <laughs> like really crunchy chews, too, like, <laughs> okay. is going to probably bring up that they should go visit Julie and thank her for, like, fixing up the house. Corey will pipe up if she actually meant, if she's gonna mention that at the table, and she'll just say, we should probably also speak with Craig if we're headed in that direction. Una's gonna look over at Corey. Like this is actually like something that, like she thinks Corey has the best experience with. You're the only one among us who <clears throat> is a god. Do you think we should tell Craig? I am hesitant to, because he might not believe it, and it might put him in danger if he knew. She will take a few seconds to sort of ponder this. And she'll just say, I think that 
being honest with the information we have is probably the best policy. And whatever he chooses to believe is his choice. So we can't determine how he's going to take it. But if we hide it from him, it will most certainly end badly. Uh, Una will nod like that makes sense to her. Corey has basically convinced her. Not that it took much. I'm sure it's kind of scan the group. I'm assuming we're all settled in here. I just want to be sure that everyone is okay with chasing this god freedom thing. And that we all understand the risks and have a desire, an actual desire to do this. Bree would speak up. At this point, she's kind of, again, just still sitting on the stool, not um, not mopey or anything, just very quiet. Uh, would kind of pick at the granola here and there. But um, after, after Una asks, yeah, what would be our first move exactly? Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, so Una's going to kind of like bite her lip like, yeah, all right. Um, just kind of hesitant. Um, your first move not that I can tell you what to do I think should be staying here because and let me try and finish this you are way too important to go dragging around to god knows where and fighting hell knows what if we fail in whatever task we're trying to figure out if it's even possible. This sounds shitty of me, but you're the backup plan. The instant you you hesitate, like the, the, the little girls across your face, and then you start telling her, well, you're not going, like the instant, uh, she's going she's gonna to tense up. And she's going to let you finish the sentence. You can't be serious. Do you really think I'm going to sit here while you all go out and risk your lives and, and I just have to wait? No, you, you don't have to just wait and sit here. There are ways you can help that don't involve you getting killed and ruining the only backup plan that we have. Your life is really fucking valuable, such as it is. She's going to add that kind of like as like a jab, kind of like... You're dying, motherfucker. You should have told me sooner. But, like, more subtly than that. She's going to take a deep breath. Um, and then and clear her throat. Like, something's... like it, it sounds like something's kind of caught in her throat, almost. Like what? We are going to need a crazy amount of information. And Jadzia, as intelligent and quick-witted as she is, is probably going to need help with that. And Valus, no offense, seems like your skills are better suited to protecting than research. He's going to he, uh, he he's going to take that in, and he's not necessarily disagreeing, but almost under his breath. I'm not illiterate. I'm not saying you're illiterate, but I'm saying I've never seen you with a book in your hands. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> just like kind of a smile like she's not like it's not just like she's not straight mocking him she's just like 
eh, come on, dude, be honest, you know? Right, right. And it, it, it's like, you could tell he's, he would, okay, if this were a couple weeks ago, he would definitely pursue that, but it's like, right, bigger fish. Like, he's just going to, like, let it go. Like, he knows he can read. Like, it's not, yeah. He knows he can read. He's like, he knows he's he showing himself. He's like, buddy, it's fine. I totally do this, man. I've read, man. I could read if I wanted to. I just don't want to. And it's, yeah, the, 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 not even close to Jatsia's ability to research and, like, her ability to retain knowledge or, or, you know, just, you know, anything to do with the arcane. But at the same time, the best, I mean, he can, he can, he's sat there fumbling through pages with her in the middle of the night. He's our Xander. He helps. Yes, exactly. Very good analogy. Yes. Donut boy. <laughs> but then he has his really his own episode, and it wasn't very good. But at least he proved himself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's he's gonna let that go. Bree is gonna fold her arms, and just kind of glare, just kind of glare at Una. Do me a favor, everyone, roll a perception check. I like that Merrick's probably just sitting there like, man, maybe I should have made pancakes instead. He's like, he's immediately washing what everybody's done with. Like, he's just, uh, are you done with that? Can I take that for you? Can I take that? Yeah, let me get that. He's just washing. Karuna doesn't hand his off because they think it's clean because they licked it clean. <laughs> Goes to put it back in the cabinets. Merrick comes in afterwards, takes it yeah, back, exactly. and then the dish underneath it as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just what we do. Yeah, everyone but Merrick is going to hear uh, pounding at the front door. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, Sia will get up and Thank like you. kind of start to back out. And be like, I'll leave this to you guys. And then she's going to go open the door. Uh, so Chatsy's going to open the door. Poe's going to be the other side of it. And you can tell he was expecting he was expecting someone else. Because he's, he's almost in mid-stride. He almost walks in. I literally think this is the first time Jadzia has opened her own door. Yeah, I think <laughs> Honestly, so. That's like we've been here for like ten episodes, and this is the first time. Um, so he almost walks kind of boldly in, and it just stops. Like, oh, hi there, sailor. Ah, <laughs> uh, morning. I was actually just looking for Una. Um, good morning. Uh, yes, she is in the in the kitchen. Uh, he's, he's gonna, like, just kind of, like, pattern the shit. Thanks. And, like, he's very clearly in a hurry. Okay, she'll just watch him, like, walk away, like, okay. And she'll follow him. Yeah, it's almost a jog. Like, he is in quite a hurry. She's gonna kind of, like, half call out, like, is is everything alright as she's following? Because nothing's usually alright, so... Yeah, he'll call back, nope, and just keep moving. Like, keep (laughs) keep going forward. (laughs) Um, so he'll get to he'll get to the kitchen, and clearly there is some tension between Bri and Una right now. Like clearly, and in in the midst of them talking, uh, Poe is going to try and get Una's attention. Uh, not jump in the middle of the conversation, but just hey, psst, that kind of thing. Uh, um, so Una, do me a favor, roll perception. To percept this, just keep on talking through him, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I noticed. Twenty nine, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, she'll pick that up. Uh so where were we in the conversation? I don't really You're telling Brie to stay, she's she's just like fuck that. That's kind of that's kind of where you're at. Right. Um so Uno will give Brie a look like this is not finished. Oh yeah, that, that would that would be a mutual exchange. Yeah. Um and then just kind of like with like a really exasperated like 
oh my god, what the fuck is happening now? Look, um, just kind of like rake her eyes over Poe and just say, good morning, Poe. Morning. Uh, can I talk to you privately, quickly, now-ish? The privately will kind of like weird her out, but she'll get up and go with Poe wherever he goes. Give everyone like a look in the room behind, like, y'all gonna know about this as soon as I fucking find out. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, let me ask a question. Did Jadzia rejoin everybody in the kitchen, or is... Uh, would, I actually there... imagine she was standing behind Poe when he said to join her in the hallway, so like she's kind of just standing there awkwardly, like, should I go? He's not gonna, he's not gonna like shoo you away. It's like, okay, yeah, then she'll it's... stay. As long as he's not like, get out of here, she'll stick around. She's curious. Poe's gonna launch right into it the, the second the door swings shut behind Una. Okay, I take it you told her? Yes. How's she taking that? Yeah, uh, she hasn't killed me. Okay, um, I have a potential solution for that whole thing, but you're not gonna like it. Okay. You remember last night when I was telling you that I was waiting on word for a group we sent out and they hadn't checked in? Yeah. We just got a raven. Okay. They're actually pinned down in Lockford right now, and they need help. And honestly, I could use Brie right now. So Una's like, look at Poe, like, are you fucking shitting me? Um, and then she'll say, are you fucking shitting me? No. The whole reason of her staying here is that she stays safe. I know about fucking Lockford, okay? She's not going there. Plus, every time she fights, every time she uses her powers, it seems like she gets weaker. So hell no, I'm not going to risk our plan B to a fucking town full of, for what I'm guessing, if they're pinned down there, werewolves. Look, I wouldn't suggest this if we have a ton of other options, but we don't. It's going to take days for anyone from the Overwatch to get here, and then it's going to take even longer to get to Lockford. I can take a small battalion of paladins right now, we can head to Lockford, and come on, you and I both know that Brie could help out a ton there. The Ravens are her responsibility just as much as mine, if not more. If she's not going to help you out, and she knows this is going on, she's just going to head out as soon as you're gone. Then you don't fucking tell her, okay? If she dies, and we fail, everyone, your precious group tied down in Lockford, the werewolves attacking Lockford, you, the Ravens, the Paladins, everyone in Overwatch, everyone, literally everyone, will die horribly by demons clawing their fucking brains out. It's bigger than just you and your group. I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie to her. Look, whether she decides to help out or not, she's going to know. I can't just not tell her. Yeah, you can just... It's. I know, I know this is hard to comprehend. And I realize this is going to be a huge change of personality for you. But you can just do this thing where you don't open your fucking mouth. You're going to notice he, he swallows real hard after that. Like, there's something he wants to say and doesn't. <laughs> oh, I fucking bet. This isn't an argument. I'm telling you what's going to happen. If you want to insist that she stays after that, be my guest. Go for it. But we started this project together. <laughs> We've lost two groups to Lockford already. And we're going to lose a third if we don't do something. Not to mention what's going on in the town, because if it's as bad as they're saying, they may not have long to live. Any of them. They don't have long to live now. None of us do. 
I realize you're worried about them. I realize you're trying to protect your investment in the town of Lockford and in this group. If they're a good fucking group, they can do it. I realize Bree is a massive leveler. Even with werewolves. But also, if she gets infected, or cursed, or whatever the hell werewolves have going on with them, I should probably know. If she dies, if she breaks herself so badly, she gets injured and dies, if anything happens to her, we are all fucked. Again, I get it. Clearly you don't. I'm guessing we're arguing so loudly at this point. She already fucking knows. <laughs> it's getting loud, I would imagine. Like, you were on the other side. It started in hushed tones, and now it's just screaming back and forth at each other. Chelsea is just standing in the middle with her back against the wall. Like, she That's... won't see me. Like, she's not moving, just in case it draws attention to her. Like, huh. Look. I don't care how good a group they are. They were just supposed to go there to recon. They're in way over their heads. They're asking for help and I don't have a ton of options. And I don't know what's going to happen in three months. I don't know how much of what you heard is true, but I know I have days to get to them, if that. It may already be too late, and I'm going to do everything I can to save them. I figured I owe you enough to let you know. Are you fucking one of them? I... I get it now. Are you fucking kidding me? That's the only reason somebody would care so much about a group who's supposed to do some shit and can't handle it now. Believe it or not, Una, some of us give a shit about other people. Look, I spent a year in the Overwatch, and the only ones who gave a shit about me were the Ravens. Specifically Bree. I'm not going to lie to her. I'm not going to keep her out of the loop. If you want to try and stop me, go right ahead, but... I'm not going to take a dive this time. Jadzia can tell that things are getting a little heated, so she's going to kind of raise one of her hands, kind of, can I talk? And then reach over and take Una's hand to get her attention. Uh, Una will be like, like clearly like she's really pissed. Like, not at Jadzia, uh, at Poe. Right. Um, so when Jadzia like, takes her hand, she'll like, kind of like almost shrink away for a second, like if it's like, a, like an ant started crawling on you. But then she'll realize it's Jadzia and just like, like, close her eyes and grit her teeth, like, uh... <laughs> once, once she sees that Una notices, <laughs> um, Jod's will move closer. Bree won't be happy just sitting here and waiting. You know that. She'll leave either way. She'll go find someone who needs her. At least this way, I'll know where she is, right? Una will just, like, stand, like, really stiff. Kind of, like, internally just, like, raging. But then she'll open her eyes and she'll just glare at Poe. Not, like, acknowledging that Jadzia said that, but clearly having taken her words into account. Yeah, he'll be he'll be staring at her the entire time. Just kind of waiting to see if she's going to try and stop him. Fine. Fuck it. But if she dies, and we fail, the last thing I do, the last thing I do before demons rip my fucking eyeballs out with their forked fucking tongues, the last thing I do is make your life hell. Do you understand? Nothing happens to her. Una, if anything happens to her, I'll be dead right alongside of her. You better fucking be, because I will find you. And then she's gonna, like, just... just... 
kind of like break away from Jadzia gently because she's like, no, thank you. Um, and just kind of leave the area. Um, Poe is going to go into the kitchen and seek out Bree, like make a beeline. And Bree's still waiting. Like she hears the yelling and she's still waiting for Una to come back. It's like, oh, we're not fucking done this conversation. Um, and then Poe kind of intercepts her and they're going to, they're, they're going to go over to the side and talk. Um, everyone else, what, uh, what, what would you be doing here in the meantime? Well, okay, what would Una do when she came back? Uh, I think she'd just get, come back into the room, uh, grab her ale, and leave the room. Like, she's, she does not want to be in the vicinity of Poe right now. Um, what about everyone else? What would Merrick be doing? I think Merrick's been pretty quiet about this whole thing, because he's, he's conflicted about the whole everything that needs to happen. Um, so he's been kind of quiet. Um, and then everything happened with Poe and Bree and everything. So I think he'd just be kind of, I don't know what the word is, just meh, concerned, I guess, about it. Um, I, I don't think he's doing anything specifically. I don't think he's trying to talk to anybody. He, he's just, he's, but that is where he is in his head. So Poe and, uh, po and Bree would have talked about it and... Time is sort of of the essence, so they're gonna they're they're gonna get ready and uh, start to get their things together here. Bree would seek Una out before before leaving outright. So yeah, Bree knows that you didn't want her to go, uh, knows that you definitely don't want her to go to Lockford, and knows that you ended up not having a ton of say in the matter. And she's going to uh, she's going to approach uh, Una, and Poe's going to be in tow. Uh. Poe's gonna be super uncomfortable. Yeah, that's Poe's back, like a ways back. Like he's giving this, like, like he's 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 back quite a bit, just to, because he knows you are none too happy with him right now. Uh, and 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 Bree's gonna after 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 a beat. So you know where I'm going. So Uno's just like, you know that thing where like you're tr- you're, you're trying to either eat or drink so you don't have to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. She's kind of doing that, like. So she'll just, like, take a swig of beer, and she's got so much beer in her mouth, she's like, "Mm mm-hmm. Like, purposefully doing it so she doesn't have to speak. Well, you... You know, time's of the essence, so we gotta ride now. But... Just be careful, okay? Una still has beer in her mouth, but she's gonna roll her eyes, like, as exaggeratedly as someone can. Just for emotional distance, no, for no other reason. Right. Um, And she's gonna swallow really hard and just say yeah come back she's going to she's going to reach out before you walk away and unless you pull away because it's not like she didn't expect this she's she's going to try and stop your momentum and then step forward and try to give you a hug that is my personal feelings on the matter (laughs) (laughs) yeah whatever I wouldn't stop her Mm mm-hmm but like over the hug and like daggers. Oh yeah. At fucking Poe. Like Um He's like the angriest. Yeah, he's gonna narrow his eyes back. Like Poe's pissed off. Good. Fuck him. And after after a couple of seconds, like Bree's gonna squeeze tight, and then after a couple of seconds she's gonna she's gonna break the hug. She's going to she's gonna reach into the, the pack that she carries. 
and she's going to produce this this gauntlet, kind of a kind of a bracer-like object. I want you to have this and put it on when you can. It'll help us keep in contact. Okay, Una will like soften a little bit. Like she feels kind of bad that she's so angry, but also she's really angry. So it's kind of like I want to be nice and like give you a goodbye kiss and like maybe a little present or some shit. But also I'm fucking furious. So she'll just kind of like waver back and forth between like being soft and just being like, yep, okay, thanks. See you later. And it's pretty clear that that's happening, like just on her face. Um, Mm -hmm. But after a while, she'll settle with might as well be soft. And she'll just like take the gauntlet and look kind of sheepish. Thank you. Just don't do anything dumb. Don't let Poe do anything dumb. Please come back. I'm not going to do anything dumb. I can't vouch for Poe. In character, yeah. Um, and she's gonna she's gonna lean up and kiss Una on the cheek. Oh fuck that! <laughs> again, yeah, she's fuck. yeah. Again, no, she's no. she doesn't understand like how pissed off is she? Like how how far should I push this? For all of Jadzia and Valis's cute cuddly shit, mm-hmm. we make up for that with pure sexy. So if she's going in for a cheek kiss, Una will turn that shit into god deliciously sexy kissing. Okay. Poe's going to be uh, horrendously uncomfortable. That is exactly what I was going for. <laughs> Everyone within like 50 feet should just be like, Jesus, fuck. So after 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 this kissing stops, Bree's going Bree's gonna to whisper in Una's ear, you're not allowed to die again, okay? Una will pull back and like grin and salute like all like stupid formally um, and just say, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Like, kind of like with the impression where it's like, nah, I can't fucking stop that, but I'll die, you know? And she's gonna she's gonna kind of smile and give a half nod and then uh, glance back at Poe and uh, start start toward the door. Poe's gonna re refocus on Una and 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 sort of glare, but just kinda give the broish head nod thing, like, yeah, I'm fucking pissed, but don't die. <laughs> Uh, Una will return that exactly. Um, and he's going to turn and, and follow Bree out the door. So the rest of the party now has some things to discuss. Damn straight. Is Una going to rejoin people in the kitchen? Yeah, I guess she'd probably go back inside. Uh, before she comes back, uh, Kaluna would like to talk to Corey real quick. Hi. Hey, girl. <laughs> Uh, I imagine Kaluna's just sort of going to watch everything transpire, just sort of passively, like, huh, this is normal. And then they'll sort of um, look over at Cory, and they'll hop off of the counter that they were sitting on, I guess, and they'll sort of trundle over to Cory, mm-hmm. and, um, <clears throat> and they'll look up at her, and they look kind of sheepish, because they aren't used to doing this at all. And they'll sort of, like, scratch at their arm. Just clearly very uncomfortable. And they'll say, We're sorry for yesterday. We were rude. And it wasn't nice. We weren't lying. But it was a bad thing to say. Uh, Cora will look down and, and just sort of be like, that, That's fine. I understand it was a very stressful day yesterday. Uh, we all had a lot going on. 
and she'll just sort of notice that uh, Kaluna looks different. And just a little. Just Just a little. Just a little bit. (laughs) And she'll say, I, you, you look different. Did you do something with your branches or? Kaluna is going to look like they're going to look a little startled initially. Like, huh? Huh? But then they'll look, they'll look at, at Corey, just like with wide eyes. You can practically see the anime sparkles in them. (laughs) And they look just delighted because no one has ever asked before. Oh. And they're going to start hopping in place a little bit, like, yeah, yeah, it's a thing, it's a thing that we do. We, we, we and they're going to sort of, like, take a breath, to sort of recompose themselves so they don't start babbling in a language that no one understands. <laughs> and they're going to very slowly say, wilding, change, to do stuff. And they sort of look unsure as they go on, like they realize, oh, we don't have these words. And then they'll perk up again. Yesterday, Merrick wanted us to keep him safe, so so we were spiky and angry, and that's why we were that's why we were rude. But today, Merrick said that we should calm down, so we're calm today. We're calm. And they're gonna sort of wave at the white leaves. Um, she'll notice that Kaluna is getting very excited and sort of get slightly excited with her, but almost like, oh, is, uh, oh we're doing this. Okay. Yeah. Jumping. Awesome. Um, and she'll say, no, you, you look, you look nice. That's really neat about Walden. I've, I've never actually met anybody of your kind before. Kaluna's going to sort of, yeah, yeah, we... We don't like other people much. We stay at home mostly. Yeah. And whenever they mention home, they kind of droop. So I'm like, oh, home. Where's home? They're going to sort of, you know, they understand it's not a nice place. So they're going to kind of look to the side. Kind of the silver glade. Corey will sort of be a bit hesitant. Um, you know, like when you feel like you have to force a compliment. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, no, I totally, great great job there, buddy. Because um, she's been to the Silver Clay before and it was not a great experience. So that's all she'll say is, oh, wow, I've been there before. Yeah. We're so sorry. We're so, we're so sorry. They, they, you know, they clearly know it's a bad place and they're just like, oh, poor thing. And then they're going to sort of uh, perk up again. Like, you went there and you didn't die? And then they're going to sort of be like, yeah, nice. Very clearly impressed. I was one of the lucky ones. And she just sort of looked down. Helena's going to droop again. Oh. Sorry. It if it makes you feel any better, we uh we lost a lot of friends too. I'm sorry. We're used to it. There it can be a tough place. <laughs> uh when Una comes back in, so all, after the whole Kaluna and Corey chat, and if Una's coming back in, is it, Merrick's gonna be kind of itching. Um 
So whenever Una gets back in, he's going to try to get everybody's attention and be like, okay, listen, we've got to boil this down and we've got to figure out something to do. We're, we're, we're already running out of time. Um, here's how I see it. And, and I'm assuming everybody's paying attention to me, but I don't want to assume that too, too hard. I feel like that's a fair assumption. Okay. All right. Here's the deal, everybody. Um, he's, he's exasperated, right? Not, not because anybody's doing anything wrong, just because he's, okay, we need a plan. We need a plan of action now. Um, okay. Here's how I see it. I'm going to break it down and we've got to figure out something to do. And we all need to do something. First of all, we have, according to the witch, and he's going to sort of roll his eyes as he says it, we have three months. That gives us something like 90 days, roughly, to save Theria. Let me tell you where I'm coming coming from with all this, just so everybody knows where I am. I'm not... I'm on board with whatever we need to do, but I'm not doing it to free any gods. That's not what I care about. And he's going to look at Corey and, and kind of do a wince. Like, sorry, that's no offense. It's not about freeing the gods for me. What it is, is about what I think is more important. And that's stopping whatever hellish demon army is being put together and uh, could ruin everything and all of life on Theria. So that's my goal. And I think that's what our goal should be too. So what do we do today? And he's just looking around at everybody. Like, we got to have answers. Everybody jump in. So Una will look over at Jadzia and just say, okay, I'm going to have to ask you to find out whatever you can, anything, even where we should go next. And while you do that, however long that takes, uh, she's going to like, just like, like, this is causing her physical pain. Um, and she'll just kind of like swing her eyes over to Merrick. We have to go see Julie. Yeah. Okay. We might as well interrupt her breakfast. We're ready to go. Does she like granola? She probably likes anything that is horrible. You so, dig? Yeah. Una has a, has a not so veiled <laughs> hatred exactly. of granola. <laughs> I was going to say, like, are you. You making fun of my food that I made for everybody? <laughs> Fine. Okay. Yeah, no, I get it. Right. No, you get a plate of bacon too. That's it. From now on. Enjoy your bacon. Wait, is that a punishment? Because I know. She's like, I will, motherfucker. <laughs> See, from Merrick's point of view, he's, he's still a vegetarian. From his right. point of view, he's like, oh, fine, you just get to eat gross meat. Clog your arteries, he, asshole. He, he I hope you like it. cries in the corner. <laughs> um... Yeah, let's. We gotta go to the temple, right? Right. Okay, who's on research team? Who's on temple? Deal with my shitty sister team. Yeah, we've got recon. We've got research. What's another R? Uh, oh, no, we'll make a, a just a bleh sound, but they'll they'll go see Julie. Uh, Merrick's gonna look at Corey and just sort of raise his eyebrows, like, "Where do you want to be?" Yes, this is for you on some level, for sure. I get that. But it seems like we've got something big.
bigger to take care of. And listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna mince words. You know, Una, you said something about Actoronis earlier, and yeah, maybe he's a jackass. Maybe he's, I don't know, but he did have a point. There may be a, a very good reason the gods were imprisoned, and we don't know that. But we do know that a bunch of demons making their way to Theria wouldn't be a good thing no matter what. So, Corey, what do you want? What do you want to do? Where do you want to be? She's going to sort of look at her around the group and, and take everything in, and uh, wherever I'm most useful is where I want to be. The goal is to get this done, and I want to get it done as quickly as possible so that we have as much time as possible to try to save the Scion's life. Jedzia, do you need help? Um, Phallus is going to look up like, (laughs) I got this. Like, I can read. (laughs) God damn it. Like, almost like he's invisible in that, like, you, I'm I'm positive Merrick didn't mean it that way. Right. Oh, who's talking here? I took a drink of water, right, as you said, I can read, and (laughs) water just came bursting out of my nose. He would always, like, like, he's very like, defensive. Jetsia's going to take his hand and be like, we've got it. Like, very obviously, like, we both got it. So, like, feel like he's included. And she knows <laughs> he's smart. Is... That's the difference. It's like, she she knows he's smart. It just would be very pandering if she told other people he was smart. <laughs> <laughs> then it would come across as, like, a mom talking about her five-year-old who's, like, slamming crayons up his nose. Like, no, no, <laughs> he's gifted. Like, you can't just say it. And he's, it wouldn't, okay, this wouldn't be such a sore spot if it didn't come up earlier. <laughs> like, literally, just right. a few moments ago. It's like, dude, like, he's always going to look at Merrick's like, come on, man, we just patched it up. Let's, <laughs> come on. Like, remember the bacon? Right. Remember, <laughs> remember the bacon. So when Jatsia is like, we've got this, it's like, yeah, we did, just kind of, like, just kind of, yeah, just kind of like patter. Sits up know, a little like straighter. Patter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Then, uh, you come in with us. I should look a little relieved, because, uh, she hates research. <laughs> um, and she'll just say, okay, that's, that's good. Because though my, uh, I, I'm obviously, my allegiance is towards the mission. I mean, personally, I'd like to see Craig when we talk to him. Good. Okay, well, let's pack it up. Jazzy, do you need anything from anybody else to get started? Um... I don't think so, but if you could thank Julie for me for fixing the house. And then she's going to kind of, like, you can tell she wants to say, even though she's the one who fucked it up in the first place, but she's not going to. Because it was nice. It was nice. Regardless. Definitely. I'll I'll invite her over for tea sometime after you guys leave. We don't have time right now. Go ahead. Yeah, very clearly there were things fixed up that she didn't break. Uh, many, were... many Unadors. But, uh... Many Unadors. Um, <laughs> yes. So, so uh, you guys are off to the Temple of Cord. Kaluna will pout the entire way, like a child. <laughs> Grumbling and Ellen, like, God, stupid Julie, I don't want to go, but we can't read this stupid <laughs> bullshit. What exactly did this Julie character do to you guys? Kaluna is going to sort of stiffen up and kind of, oh, shit. But then they're going to sort of realize, oh, that's not a problem anymore. And they're going to say, 
she tried to kill Merrick, and we're mad still. Oh my god. Uh, and we are trying to reason with this person? Well, well, clearly, yeah. like, uh, and that, well, she was justified, you know, clearly that sort of thing. Yeah. Merrick's kind of over Kaluna's, like, behind. He's just kind of doing, like, the, the, the hand, the, like, across the neck, like, don't, just kind of don't go there, kind of like, like, it's not quite right, yeah. Well, he's stressed, and, you know, things happened. She was doing the right thing, but that's our job. It was. And they're going to sort of, like, indicate the dagger on their chest, like, see, we're responsible. <laughs> Guys, you've got to stop letting Kaluna explain things. I know, I love it. So, it's the best. Man, there's no... There's absolutely no context for that whatsoever. What that dagger signifies anything. Like I was it's no still in its sheath. Anything they said. No. Right. So it's not even clear that it's a silver dagger. It's just like, see, like it's it's like uh-huh. a four year old it's like a four year old trying to tell a joke. Yep. That's literally what this is. <laughs> Merrick's gonna Merrick's gonna sort of just, you know, put his hand on Kaluna's shoulder and be like, That's right, that's right. Um, exactly. And he's gonna look at Corey and do like the wide eyes, like mm 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 mm. Kaluna <laughs> like, is just... going to pick up on this. Kaluna's gonna be like, hey, <laughs> hey, we're not a child, Merrick. We're not good with words, but we're not a child. I think there's a perception check in there. Somewhere. I think there's a perception <laughs> check there. Listen to me. Maybe, I'm gonna maybe... be mad. Twenty five. Damn it. Yeah, that's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck all y'all. I'm 11, so shut the fuck up. (laughs) Exactly. That exactly. But um, Kaluna's gonna say, you know, exactly what I said. Hey, we're not good with your words because they're stupid, but we're not a child. No. And we... No. We're not not as old as you, but we're, we're... (laughs) <laughs> Merrick's gonna look slightly offended for a second, but then realize that it's not—he's <laughs> not that old. Um, it, it just—it's fine. I'll—I'll I'll explain. Julie's fine. Everything's. She's not it's, fine. It's okay. She's um, mean. Yeah. She's mean to Una too. We don't She's, like her. She may not be pleasant, but she has some information potentially. So that's all. It's fine. Everything's water under the bridge. Let's just take care of business. We've got now less than three months. We have two and uh, two months and however many days and a half. So let's just let's just get it out of the way. <laughs> Corey will have sort of like a confused look on her face, and she'll stop as they're walking towards the temple where the group keeps going. But she's like stopping to think. She'll do like a little head scratch and then jog up to catch up. Like the Una didn't chime in at all as right. to why. I, I just imagine Una being so focused, like kind this of gearing up for having corner. to talk to Julie. Kaluna's got it covered, you guys. She's angry in the corner, like she's a fucking bitch. <laughs> Doesn't even. That is exactly. She's like Kaluna is saying everything she thinks. She's like, okay, like try and get yourself into a position when you can deal with this without killing her. 
walking meditation. Um. So there's like there's like smoothed out melted areas where her feet have touched. <laughs> Just because she's hitting the ground so fucking hard. You guys are going to reach the Temple of Cord after a bit. Um, do me a favor, everyone, roll a perception check. You guys are going to look around and see that there is a, a small grou- a grouping of uh, paladins training up and doing their 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 normal routine, and uh, Julie is not going to be hard to find at all. Uh, she's going to lock eyes with Una and then the rest of the party and sort of stiffen, like straighten up, the second uh, that Una comes into view. Kaluna's going to place themselves, like, at Merrick's shoulder, sort of like, hey, hey, punk. And then they're going to realize that they have Cory with them, so they're going to sort of grab her wrist and try to maneuver her so that she's also standing behind Merrick and looking intimidating. <laughs> I have bouncers. Cory <laughs> will look at Kaluna's face and make, like, a little her face, too. Oh my god, can we roll and intimidate? Can we? That is the best thing in the world. I am so happy. Can I roll um, intimidate, Jason? Please do, the two of you. Yeah! Fuck yeah! Woo! Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious Luna looks adorable. But, but you're helping each other, so you get... Confused. <laughs> listen, listen. You get some bonuses, because you're like kind of helping each Kaluna other. Kaluna looks... Okay, Kaluna looks grumbly. Um, that's that's uh, good. That's perfect. That's Kaluna yeah. grumbly. Corey's size aids her in uh, in her intimidate check because it's more strong silent type than grr. Like it's not it's it's not much more like a bouncer at a nightclub. Just like you know not to fuck with them because Corey's fucking huge. Corey's almost eight feet tall. Uh, so Kaluna's is definitely eight feet tall. definitely uh, doing like a yeah yeah. Look at this. Look at this. Like a shitty Come gangster. Come at us now. Exactly. Like a shitty <laughs> Um, so yeah, again, Julie's straightening up. She's she's definitely a little on her guard uh, because of this. Because it looks like you have shit to discuss and in a forceful manner. And every time Una rolls up, there's always that thing floating around in the back of the head. Are we going to fight? Are we going to do this? Like so, it's it's just kind of stiffened up. But she's not going to she's not going to go on the offensive or anything like that. <sighs> okay. And uh, she's going to wait till you start to close the gap, and. She'll she'll tilt her head forward just a little bit. Morning. Um, Una will tilt her head forward too, but a fraction, almost imperceptible fraction less. Like if somebody like bowed to you and you just like, mm hmm, yep, but not as low, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and uh, then she's gonna like straighten up and kind of pull herself up to like her full height. Okay, look. I realize things have been pretty tense, but you graciously fixed up the house, which is much appreciated. Although, like, for a second she's going to say, you neglected one room, but then she realized, like, nope, that's not going to do anything. Um, And she kind of, like, bites her tongue. I have something to tell you, and we need your help. She is going to, she's going to fold her arms and not in a, not in an aggressive way, just more like, okay, if you need my help, something's fucked up. <laughs> after, after she folds her arms, go on. 
Jason, to avoid exposition dumping for like the third time, this sure. episode, can we just say perfect? Yes. Yeah. Um, How much are you telling? Is it the yeah. full Monty? Like you're just you're 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 telling like Craig and the gods. Full Monty and the except and the- Craig. Yeah, I okay. feel like it's more about the. So mostly Monty. Mostly, uh, you know, the gods are in human form. We need to release them. We need to figure out a way to do that. Demons are coming back Craig. soon. We've got a time limit, but not Craig. Um, and she's 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 taking all of this in, and that's a, that's a huge like yeah. I'm I'm guessing you're telling her that a bit more tactfully than you told Poe. Yes. Okay. Una has her little speech down now. Right. Um, and and she's gonna break the armfold thing and and start to rub the bridge of her nose. All right. Let's skip the part where we even entertain this for a minute and assume all this is true. What do we intend to do about it? Whether or not it's true, it needs to be dealt with. The gods need to be released somehow. That doesn't involve killing every single person. There's got to be a way to do it, buried in some record somewhere. You are more academically inclined. She's going to say bookwormish. So I felt like you'd be a good source. She she can feel your hesitance. One, because you're you're not insulting her and almost forcing yourself to kind of compliment her or admit that there's something you can't do that she can. So there's there's just like uh just the tiniest, tiniest smile kind of curling up around her lips. Just the tiniest. And it's it's gonna go away almost immediately. I can look things up. Do you have any leads whatsoever, or should I just start pouring through everything? I don't think we have any leads, guys. Do we have any leads? A ladrin, I guess? Would that be a lead? I guess. That'd be new information. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh... It has something to do with the Aladrin. They are responsible for initially capturing the gods. They probably built in fail-safes that don't involve killing everything on the world. We, that's all we know. We, we even had an Aladrin there, and he didn't know. And importantly... We don't know why they did that. Was there a good reason for it or not? I'm just saying. Do you have a time frame? Was this around when the Eladrin disappeared? Before that. They they disappeared when the Swamp Witch came into being and vanished them. So wait a second. We're dealing with someone who has the power to blink out an entire race. I don't think she has the power to do it again. If she had the power to kill everyone, I think she would have. She doesn't have much patience, and we don't have much time, because in two months, some number of days, and a few hours, we are all going to be eaten alive by horrible fucking demons. Give me a day. I'll pour through everything I can find, and I should get something to you. And going to take a breath. Like, it's hard for her to say thank you. Like, she's going to really struggle with it. I appreciate it. <clears throat> Very much. <clears throat> Do you know where Craig is? Uh, she's going to she's gonna respond with It's fine. I just want to help out. He's down the hall. And again, still still tense, still yeah. Okay, yeah. Una will like turn on a heel like that conversation is over. Good. <clears throat> and just like just zip away. Helena will trail behind everyone else and stick their tongue out at Julie as they walk away. Yes. Julie's going to narrow her eyes at Kelowna, but not 
not like there's like true anger behind that. It's like the fuck is your problem? Like there's more that. Like in her eyes, you and her have no beef. Her and Una, she <laughs> gets. Like you and her, it's like, dude, what is your deal? Like I, I don't. What, what's I, your I, name again? Like, yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah. Help you're like obsessed with me. I've seen you before, haven't I? I can't invite you to my swoon party. <laughs> I think you're a lesbian. <laughs> I mean, girls are going to be in their swimsuits, and you're a lesbian. That's how it works, right? <laughs> but yeah, uh, when Julie when Julie narrows her eyes, uh, Kaluna will sort of sneer back. Yeah, come at me, nerd. Scrub lord. That is not going to happen. Yeah, she's not... <laughs> Down the hall, um, you're 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 gonna find Craig here, and uh, he's pretty vocal, so he's not um, he's not real hard to find. Uh, but he'll be back he'll be back uh, with with a few of the guys, just like showing them different things. And predominantly, uh, the followers of Cord in this town are are mostly dudes, um, but there are a few ladies in the back. But um, for the most part, they for whatever reason, have been there much longer than the men. So they don't train with them. They help train the men. Julie and then two others uh, specifically uh, have outlived a lot <laughs> of the uh, the followers of court in the area, uh, specifically after the events with Strahd. Uh, so, yeah, Craig would be back here, and you'd be, you, you'd be able to hear him yelling at, uh, at a few of these guys well before you see him. Okay, before we see him, um, Una will, like, kind of slow down and, like, touch Cory on the arm, like, hey. And just kind of, like, not take her aside, but just kind of, like, pull her, like, around for, like, a, like a side conversation. But if, if Cory, like, is amenable to that, because, I mean, she could do whatever she wants. She's eight feet tall. Like, she can, <laughs> you know, just not have to move if she doesn't want to. No, she will. Um, she'll just pull her aside and say, look, this is going to sound weird. And I'm going to come with you, but I feel like this information would be better coming from you. The God stuff, at least. Because the witch told it to you, and you seem to, well, it seemed to make sense to you. At least from where I was looking. So maybe if you tell it to Craig, it'll make more sense to him than if I lay all this crazy, it does sound crazy, information on him. Does that make sense? Are you okay with that? Uh, she'll nod and just say, I'm fine with that. I'm not sure it really makes sense to me. Uh, I more like to think that I have hope that it could be true and that things could be better. Not necessarily that I understand it all, but I'll try my best to explain it. Maybe that hope will come across better from you. But thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, are, are you ready? Sure, yeah. Okay. Um, we'll go over to Craig and, like, kind of, like, ask to pull him aside. As soon as he sees you, he's going to kind of dismiss the, the kids in front of him. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, just, like, send them on their way. Uh, and he'll whip around and uh, he will hug the shit out of Una. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, return hug, you know. Uh, yeah, he's, he's going to break the hug after just a second. Poe told me you you made it back last night. I'm glad to see you're all safe. So she's going to take a deep breath and just say, 
well, there's a lot more than that. And uh, exposition dump. Tell them everything that's going on, minus the god stuff. Um, and towards the end, she'll say, but there's something that is going to be even more shocking that um, our friend Corey should probably tell you. And he's gonna he's gonna look up at Corey. Just they've they've had words before. Like he's he's met Corey and and likes Corey. So just didn't uh, didn't hug anyone else in the party, but just like oh hey, like, like you can see it come across his face. It's like oh shit, hey, how are you? Like and it's almost it's kind of a two part thing. Like oh yeah, we 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 talk, we share words, and then the second part it's like how the fuck did I miss you? Like that that kind of thing. <laughs> um okay. <laughs> Well, as soon as it gets turned over to Corey, she's going to sort of uh, recognize that Craig is giving her this welcome and uh, say, is there somewhere that we can speak more privately? Not so out in the open. Sure. Um, uh, follow me. And he's going to lead you to his office, for lack of a better term. And uh, it, it's a smaller room and everything, just with, uh, you know, books, desk, that kind of thing. More, just a really quiet space. And there's a there's a few chairs in the room and everything. But he would he would kind of point to one and then sit just across from you. Okay. Uh, as soon as he sits, Corey's just gonna sh- dive right in. Um, Craig, I am about to tell you a lot of information, some of which you're probably not going to like or understand. And I'm really hoping that I can be as comforting to you as you were once to me. And she's sort of looking at him, trying to gauge his reaction, because she's remembering how she reacted in private. Right. And, okay, you're... So Corey's building this up quite a bit, so now he's kind of... All right. Well, I mean, it's a big fucking deal. I'm not just gonna be like, oh, yeah, by the way, dude, uh, you're kind of a god. It's not a big deal. Right, but, like, (laughs) of the perceivable things that you could tell somebody, in his mind, he's like, okay, did someone die? Did something happen? Did... Like... That's not even in the possible realm of things that could be brought up. So, like, he's just kind of like, I don't understand what could possibly be brought up. Please bring it. Like, he's, like, he's had friends die and be brought back and legendary dragons and he almost died and all this. So it's just like, sure, come on. But he's, he's gonna, he's gonna start to like, okay. And she's going to sort of put her hands together and she's almost wringing her wrists a little bit because it's a little awkward to talk about. They have only met uh, a few times before when Group 2 saved him. Um, When we went to speak with the witch, we got a lot of answers to a lot of questions. We also got information we weren't expecting. The gods are real. Your god is real. Kord is real. All of them are out there. How... How how would you know that? You're just... taking her word for it. It seemed... It seemed the likely explanation for why this world is so cruel. It's... It's apparent to me that if the gods are real, they wouldn't just sit by and let what I've seen happen, happen. There has to be a reason why there's been no intervention. And the witch said that the gods are trapped, and there's much more. There's so much more 
Theria could end because of a demon army that wants to kill us all. And we need to free the gods so that they can finally intervene and keep that from happening. All right. Let's say that all this is true and they are trapped. Where did she say they were? Most she didn't. We have no idea where most of the deities are. We just know that they're here walking among us. It could be anybody. It could be the beggar down the street or the shopkeeper the next town over. It could be anyone. We were told that there were a few she knew of, herself included. She goes by the name Alvaran. He's he's going to narrow his eyes. Like, okay, you understand how completely insane this sounds. Does she pick up on that? I, yeah, it's pretty blatant. I, I would imagine she's definitely scanning his face, just waiting to see how he, how he takes this. Okay. I know how crazy this sounds. Like, I know how completely insane I must look right now, but you, you had to be there. You had to see and hear what she said to all of us. I mean, you have to wonder sometimes why things happen. Why did Una die? Why do people die every day who do not deserve to die? I was there when she spoke to you the first time. Is that why she was telling you you were so special? She's going to sort of look down, um, because she hasn't quite yet said it out loud. She's heard it, and it's mm-hmm. it's, it's been pretty apparent, but um, she's going to look down and sort of like gather her courage and just say, yes, while we were there this last time, I found out why the witch thinks I am so special. And she's going to look up to make eye contact because she wants to really gauge his reaction for this. I am the Raven Queen. That sentence, coming out of anyone's mouth, um, is some tier seven homeless crazy. <laughs> he's okay. He is very like he he's very straight faced. Corey, did she give you any proof at all that would make you believe her? Merrick is cured. And you believe she's telling the truth. I don't know whether or not she's been completely truthful. All I know is that the world is in a dire situation, and I can only hope that it can get better. It couldn't get any worse than this. Tell me what I can do to help. She's going to sort of, like, shrug, like, all right, here comes the, the fucking cherry. The most helpful thing that you can do right now is taken what I'm about to say to you. You're not done. Sadly, no, I am not. All right. I may be the Raven Queen, but there is another that the witch was able to illuminate, another god that she was able to tell us 
which skin they were wearing, essentially. Cord is here, in this very city, and you see him every day when you look in the mirror. He's gonna he's gonna tense up and 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 then sort of sit up straight. All right. That is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Corey, gods don't almost die at the hands of dragons. Gods don't teeter on the edge of a cliff and dehydrate. Gods don't need a halfling to help hoist them up a mountain. You understand how ridiculous that sounds? To you it may, but to me... Gods make miracles, and what you just described is a miracle. All right, again. Let's work off of the assumption that what you're saying is true. And that I'm... Cord. That would be why Una didn't see anything when she died. She's just gonna nod. She know about this? Again, she's just going to nod. She feels like she said enough. Craig is going to just sort of slump forward and put, just kind of rub his face, like, really vigorously. Just kind of like, oh, Jesus. What exactly am I supposed to do with that? You can do what it with it whatever you want. I'm just letting you know that we have three months. Three months to find all of the gods and... Tell them who they are. Try to find some sort of answers as to what we can do to fix the current situation we're in. And if you want to help with that, if you want to help save our world, I'm extending a hand. If you don't and you just want to go right back to what you're doing here in Esterholt, fixing the temple and, and, (laughs) and praying to yourself, that's fine. The choice is yours, and I am not going to push you either way. You just needed to know the truth. He's going to go quiet, because, again, there's two ways to interpret this. Either that is the ravings of a madwoman, or there's some there's some validity to it. And he's, he's again, looking down, just, just, you can tell he's deep in thought. And then he's going to look up at Corey and hold out his hand. She will grab it and shake it as vigorously as when they first met. Guys, I think that's probably a good time for us to stop for the night. Damn. Considering yeah. uh, Izzy's internet's dying. Yeah. Aww. She can't hear uh, us, or now she can. I don't She might be able to hear us Poor Izzy. Sorry, oh, you us. Yay! Hey, there we go. Hey. It's really, really sketchy, though. Oh, don't worry about it. We're, we just wrapped up. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah, um, that's that's plenty of time for a session. You guys, um, the next time we play, you guys are you're going to be on your way. You'll have some sort of uh, you'll have a lead, and you'll be out there and and doing it. But I know that was a tough session to get through because it took us like a while to sit down, and then you know you kind of get rusty and like yeah, but uh, yeah, everyone did a really good job. It was fun. I I missed you guys. Yeah, that that stunk. Not being able to do it before now, yeah. but I know I'm that glad Nature hard. Bros is a thing now. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> so. 
Um, well, you guys have a fantastic night, and uh, yeah, Iz, go rest your voice. Thank feel you. better, Izzy. Yeah, feel better. Thanks. Thanks for the good night session, guys. Cool. Yep, it was it was really good. Okay, guys, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Folks, if you like what you heard today or you've been a fan for a while, uh, we would appreciate if you go to our Patreon page and maybe consider supporting us at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. It's how we make our living. It's how we continue to do this. And it's how we grow the show and do new stuff. So thank you very much for your support. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode.